With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hold on. If you're on the internet, Brian Real says, Come, come. Just a little you dumb dumb. Sword man says, We're the other, not all day. Even though nobody can't do bag your ways. Sword Mamper, Absolute stands after you. Sword Mamper, what can you have to do? Sword Mamper, Nimbuster's after you. Sword Mamper, give a try and eat your anti-boo. Them weird Nazis are really crazy clowns. When will I learn they can't blow men's baggage down? Sword men says there's the internet all day. Even though can't take the baggage ways. Sword men after Lynn says after you. The Sword Man for show! Sword Man for after Lynn says after you. Sword Mamber, let me choose your ass to do. Sword Mamber, that's the one after you. Sword Mamber, let me choose your ass to do. Do do do. Call in the number times and call me up here like this. You'd rather they just, you'd rather have just a private, rather than have just a private, you know, series of death threats or whatever. Whatever. Why don't I just show up in your fucking house and why don't you shoot me? You come to me when you wanted something, but a hundred and ten was all you could get. Now you're calling me with cussing and death threats. You say with a business possible eating much shit. Where, oh, where are you tonight? Why did you leave me here all alone? I searched the world over and thought I found you up. You met another and she was gone. Thank <laughs> you. 
Nimbuster Tards and Zog Tards and Zog Bots and Ass Clowns and Doofuses, why, they're welcome to here. In fact, uh, heck, I'm really, I'm really more of a Tard trader. You know what I mean? Have a little bit share, and uh, maybe one of these days I'll go to Amazon get one of them little, little swagger sticky thingies here, like, uh, you know, uh, my grandmother's third cousin, who was an officer in uh, the Kaiser's Army. You know, he used to have them things here. Just go ahead and swap them little critters on the snouter. Just swap, 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 swap. In any case, <laughs> today, you know what today is? August 23rd, 2015. Uh, I am rested up. Uh, I only had about five hours sleep on the 21st and the 22nd. Well, I went to bed around 1 o'clock in the morning. Uh, you know, pretty well got most of the... Oh, unwound, unwound, did my prayers, uh, and I pretty well slept. Uh, seven hours straight, then Roxy got me up, and then, you know, yeah, she was sort of fussing here. Uh, what happened, she got uh, her daughter, my stepdaughter, a uh, fat ass to come over yesterday, and she, well, went ahead and paid for a meal for fat ass and gave her $20 to come down and $10 gas and, uh, a jug of uh, laundry soap that cost two dollars. Usually it's worth three or four dollars, but it cost two dollars. So that's what I had in there, and uh, pretty well they cleaned off stuff off her table. And then she was sweating and pissing and moaning. I got a little bit annoyed at her, you know. Which goes to show, goes to show. I like. I'm going to tell Bruce Howard the the, other, the main thing. The reason I stayed up was to sue. Uh, the 22nd was the very last day. According to my U.S. Magistrate Judge Matthew J. Whitworth's scheduling order, that old nigger lips uh, insisted, you know, he called me up. I can't deal with those racist evil ass clown here. I can't deal with them here. You know, he calls me nigger lips. He calls me a number of things here when I pester him, when he's told not to pester me, but essentially, you know, in January. So anyway, old Matthew J. Whitworth, uh, you know, used to be the former U.S. U.S. Attorney for the Western District of Missouri, and I am pretty well telling him that Brian Real has lied to him and other federal judges in the Northern District of uh, Ohio. So I went ahead and put up a link, put up a link, so you can go ahead and read for yourself. Uh, old nigger, you know, I'm suing nigger lips, uh, the spawner of nigger lips, the squeezer outer of nigger lips, Vinkoshimi. Uh, Matt Twat Zogbot, uh, let me see, uh, Dan Johns, Jeremiah Johns, a.k.a. Legal Manzer, I'm suing the Pisser Possum, uh, High Yellow Bridget the Engine Pisser Possum, although really I don't really want any money off the Pisser Possums. I mean, shoot, they need that money for something useful like meth. <laughs> meth and feeding, feeding four little Pisser Possums are spawned by the Pisser and one that's spawned by a Jew boy named Jimstein. You know, I'm suing, I'm suing Johnny Tonto Britain. I'm suing Buck McHugh, but again, them not for really any money, uh, just to make sure that they finally are honest. They're finally honest because I think old Buck McHugh's been using me as a cat's paw. And I told him as much two years ago, the last time I talked to Buck McHugh. So, Buck, if you're listening, uh, thanks for sending me questions about Sword Manzer. I'm suing the Southern Poverty Law Center, Daryl Lamont Jenkins. Uh, the One Pistols Project. Well, as I look at it, hell, uh, if a certain party law center can take Butler's Farm, you know, misname the compound, uh, 
why the hell? Why the hell should I sue the Southern Poverty Law Center for? Uh, you know, old nigger lips wants ten. You know, ten. You know, point seven five million for me. I'm gonna sue. I'm gonna sue them all. You know, it's all done because my math ain't too good. I'm not sure how to wear it out. But I'm gonna sue them for six hundred sixty-six quadrillion, six hundred sixty-six trillion, six hundred sixty-six billion, six hundred sixty-six thousand, and six hundred sixty-six dollars and sixty-six cents here. So, <laughs> uh, if some of you want to send an email to pastorlizstead.com, uh, figure out how I can go ahead and add it, you know, make it to a nice, even, undoggly figure like that, I'd really appreciate it. <laughs> oh, oh, heck. But anyway, I was having problems. It was like... It was like, well, the the nigger, the, the mamzer, the mamzer demons were messing up with word, with word, uh, with word 2007. I hate that program. I hate that program. Uh, I'm trying. Maybe one of these days, I need to go find me a, a 386 SX20 with about 20 meg, with a 20, with a 40 meg hard drive, and two. Two uh, meg or you know, two meg, not not two gig, two meg of memory, you know, and uh, essentially a bunch of floppy drives and DOS 5.0 and Windows 3.1, and pretty well come up with the ultimate word processing machine, ultimate word processing machine, you know, because that was the best. That was the best document. I mean, I was cuss. Oh, it was awful. Essentially, it you know I went to bed and I only had eight pages and it was all dicked up. So I went back and figured out how to go ahead and screw it up. And then at around ten thirty, it was all dicked up again with all sorts of you know shit unformatted. I went ahead and got done around eleven thirty. Went down and got it notarized. You know that we have gooks in Granby, so this was a gookus uh, in Granby uh, who went ahead and. Uh, Went ahead, notarized it here. So then I drove to uh, drove to uh, the United States District Court in Springfield, and uh, hey, uh, you know, pretty well. I got there through uh, Folgers, you know, Folgers Swill Swillachino. What you do is that you brew you up some Folgers Swill, you know, sort of mixed coffee beans there around. But mainly, I was just Folgers. It was just simply I didn't have time to dick with it. I went ahead and made myself some. Uh, you know, went ahead and put five you know, little tablespoons and made me three cups and then put some uh, put some vanilla ice cream in the bottom of it. Put some vanilla ice cream on it. I got 60 miles on three cups of Folgers Swillachino, and I got the remaining 25 miles with having to piss real bad. So stopped at McDonald's, got a couple triple cheeseburgers, drove over there, filed it. The clerk didn't know what to make of the thing. Did not know what to make of the damn thing. Really didn't. So, so what I did then, what I did then was I, uh, you know, essentially she looked at, she'd never seen the like. Uh, by the way, by the way, I draft stuff up that no lawyer would draft up here. Really, really. I mean, shoot, uh, you know, U.S. Magistrate Judge won April 22nd, mid-deadline, so here, let's just feed old sword mamzer, whatever the hell he wants to. Essentially, she called and they said, well, this is a, you know, by saying it's a counterclaim, essentially what it is, it's a countersuit. It's a countersuit. 
So what happens is that now I've roped in a whole bunch of people, whole bunch of tards. So in any case, uh, I went and uh, about the only address I had was uh, old Nigger Lips Daddy. Uh, his name is, what the hell is his name? Uh, Anthony D. Real. So essentially, Daddy's going to get it too here for essentially aiding and encouraging his evil little mongrel here. Now, I talked to my sister here, and I says, right around the time this little bastard signed his last bullshit on April 9th here, I had a dream. I had a dream that I had a dream I was being attacked by a gigantic black nigger, you know, nigger, you know, nose cobra. You know, you ever heard of hog nose cobra, sort of like Finkelstein here? Well, a nigger nose, you know, cobra. And what happens is huge. It was just, you know, it was, you know that damn that damn snake must have been at least six, you know, six point six six you know feet long here, and it was trying to bite me. And I grabbed hold of it here, and it was sliming me here, sort of like, well, a bunch of these tars just sliming the hell out of me. And I was grabbing on here. It was just, you know, you know, venom was spurting out fangs here. And oh heck, I'm doing my best because the white goat's going to bite me here. Ain't gonna do me any good to kill it. And then, then I dreamed that a blonde, blue-eyed, handsome young man come in and pulled out a knife and cut that damn snake off right behind the head here, right behind the head. You know what I mean? It screamed. The snake screamed here. You know, a satanic scream, a satanic Jew scream, sort of like a Finkelstein or a Eli or whatever here. And uh, that handsome young man was my uh, youngest grandson, Henry, here. So it was a rather vivid dream. It, you know, I was sort of laying in bed in the afternoon, had an afternoon dream here. So it was a very vivid dream. It was around the same time that I found out that old nigger lips had gone ahead and was asking for yet another summary judgment. And I actually left, looked at old nigger lips' complaint here. And what happens? He wants the judge to send me back to that house. He wants the judge to make sure I don't have any guns. He wants to make sure he wants to make sure all my web pages get transferred to him and they get ten million dollars, ten point seven five million dollars. So essentially I'm going through this crap, you know, just realizing this, you know, mongrel's viciousness. So what the point was is that it was not a very good it was not a very good countersuit, but it was a countersuit. And it will be improved. It will be improved, okay? So uh, what I'm what I'm what I'm trying to say is that shit. I go ahead and I look at it uh, this afternoon. I go over there, and what is funny is the docket sheet has essentially it has Brian Rio and all these people being countersued. Now Brian Rio does not have a suit. Never had a suit because what he was bitching and pissing him about was that mainly that. You know, that Facebook, that Facebook profile page that I found. And then also I got these other Zuka.com ones. But essentially a Facebook page is not a, quote, copyrightable item. Pretty well it's understood that if you post something up on Facebook, and Facebook says as much, essentially if you post something on Facebook, everybody has a, quote, right to see it and download it and think that it's you. In any case, Brian Rio was counter-noticed three and a half years ago, and he realized the shit. By the way, the second thing is that Brian Rio has called me a convicted child molester. He has 
put it on Finkelsheenia.org or Christogenia.org page, and it's written by Eli James. So you have essentially proof positive that malice, malicious libel per se, even though I'm a public figure, this is, this is libel per se. Both Eli James and William Fink and Brian Rio know I was not convicted of being a child molester. Anyway, John, I'm going to go ahead and mute you in a minute here, but I want, I want to do the monologue. I'll ask, I'll ask guess that's John how we did. So anyway, I didn't get up till 4 o'clock to stay. I mean, I slept not straight through, but I slept. You know, I had to, I had to feed Roxy at 8, you know, or you know, help her pee in at 8, and then 10.30, and then sometime around 1, and I'm getting less and less sleepy here. But I had to make up the sleep deficit, so I didn't get up till 4 o'clock this afternoon. I slept pretty well straight 13 hours. You know, let puppy dog out to do, you know, I mean, essentially puppy dog has puppy dog food, and he ain't like too crazy about eating that. He likes eating human food. Anyway, I did a little, I did a little, I did a little video, but I haven't put it up. Uh, pretty well, pretty well, I've been, oh, well, actually sort of ran me ragged here. I'd like to thank Bruce Howard. He went and sent me the nuptials in my email. Uh, sent me the you know, nuptials, uh, the announcement of nuptials, and we may talk about that. Uh, folks, uh, essentially, Bruce is not going to go anywhere where I think Logan Hunter has been before. Uh, Logan Hunter went up to New Jersey. So, hey, if Mary got, you know, if Washington Mary America got a half million dollars from the Jew husband, and I'm glad she did. And Mary can go ahead and do it. I mean, look, uh, you know, Bruce Howard is just simply doing the same damn thing that a whole bunch that, that Mary did when she was 16. You know, it's simply, it's just simply concubinage. And I really, I really, you know, it, it is what people do. It is what people do. I don't really have a bad thing to say about Bruce marrying a woman who's 47 years older than him. I, I, it's sort of funny, though, because, hey, his daddy and his mama are old enough to be Mary's children, and Bruce is old enough to be his, his, uh, you know, his uh, grandson. <laughs> and uh, like I was trying to say, Roxy was a little bit fretful, uh, you know, her daughter, her daughter, you know, cleaned up the table by just simply throwing stuff in there. We were looking for some of her dope. And, you know, I, I, I mean, she was just, you know, Roxy was just nagging me and nagging me and nagging me. I got a little bit pissed about it here. You know, I told her. But, but folks, in the last month and a half, Roxy's gotten up to where she can stand up on a walker three times. Essentially, she can do some stuff that she hasn't been able to do. So I have got her to stand up while using a walker. And soon I'll get her to pivot. And, hey, we'll be able to take her to the doctor's office and a number of other things. And we'll be able to get that thing done here. But, you know, the second thing, oh, by the way, Dewey Tucker was, was suggesting that uh, that was uh, Russ Walker. You know, he says, I don't usually look, listen, you know, it goes to my spam box here. But in order to get Russ from stop sending stupid shit here, just go ahead and put that, 
uh, link to that YouTube video that I made from his uh, thing or something like that, or his uh, web page about dumbass Rustler here. And you know, I mean, look, do we? I mean, it's like this: Rustler, Rustler is a grade A tard. Now, most of you are, you know, grade B tards, but you know, Rustler is a grade A tard. I don't tell Rustler to not send me stuff because I usually often do look at it. I look at it, and then ding, it goes to his TARD folder here, his old Russ TARD folder here. But a lot of times, I mean, Russ will inadvertently, I mean, Russ is sort of like a TARD dog, more like a, you know, more like a TARD pig. What happens is that uh, sort of like you, know, you, you have a rooster to tell you when it's morning here. Well, folks, I have, uh, I have a TARD. Who tells me whenever there's a you know shitstorm in CI dentistry? Why would I want to essentially censor a tard? You know, who tells me shit? You know, so hey, uh, folks, uh, I guess we have a sort of an interesting show. Uh, I am feeling good, like I took a big healthy shit after being constipated for three days here, just shitting out, shitting out yesterday and getting it done, getting it done, uh, suing old nigger lips. Uh, what happens is that I'm, you know, I I got a summons out for his daddy. I'll just go ahead and do say you know, I got subpoena forms. I'll go ahead and find out where all these tards are at, and then I just simply you know get them served. But I have 120 days. I have 120 days, and by this time I'm going to find out more. And old nigger lips is going to wish he never filed a lawsuit. We're going to go through. We're going to go through this shit. I'm suing the constitutionality of the Digital Millennium, you know, challenging the constitutionality of the Digital Millennium Copyright Act. Because if you are able, if somebody's able to say, you got a picture of me, I don't like it, I want to tell all those web pages, which is exactly what Brian Reels does. You have an ability to go ahead and do that. You are essentially saying, these are racist, you don't get to say something. By the way, I've been listening to the white nationalist movement and all it is is about whining like pussies about how Zog has done something to you. I believe the time, you know, the time is coming up. Essentially, we will deal with traitors. We'll deal with Zogbots. We'll deal with pigs. We'll deal with the rest of them. We'll just hunt them down and kill them all. Anybody signs with them. That's what's going to happen. That's how Zog Babylon is going to fall apart. It's going to be as a result of civil war. Let me call the great tribulation. So anyway, I'm going to take a break of a couple minutes and go look at the chat, save the chat, do a few things here. Then I'm going to go ahead and unmute SS John. Uh, hopefully Bruce Howard will call in, get a few other people. Uh, you know, as I look at it, as I look at it, heck, you know, it's sort of like, sort of like last month when my little sodomistic poopy dog was catching and pitching with another little poopy dog here who's doing, trying to do his best to do some pitching, but uh, essentially poopy dog was bigger, albeit older than him, you know, and he did most of the catching even though he didn't want to do some pitching. So, folks, you, you get to where you get to where you don't give a shit. You don't really give a shit. The people who who matter, they already pretty much know how to behave. Now, 
folks, I don't see anything in the Bible against uh, Bruce, you know, you know, Bruce Howard's marriage to a, to a woman 43, 47 years older than him, especially if she has, well, what matters? Money. Does it really matter? Uh, folks, I would not mind, uh, especially, and it, you know, probably, I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, that Obergender Bender, a.k.a., oh, by the way, I sued Obergender Bender, too. <laughs> I'm hoping, I'm hoping that Obergender Bender shows up here, and what happens is the one-eared dingo actually as a uh, as a uh, wedding crasher. By the way, by the way, on the way, you know, on the way up there, on the way back, I was listening to Obergender Bender and the Pitcher Possum, mainly talking about me, talking about what an asshole I am. Well, guess what? Uh, the Obergender Bender and the Pitcher Possum are have been on the outs for about two years now. Two years now, <laughs> and pop, maybe SS John will go ahead and tell what happened. You know, when old Zog Pig Tom Bowie called in, more likely, and I was, folks, I really was a. I mean, I had to get some stuff done, and uh, that's why I wasn't on SS John. So anyway, uh, and I like to thank SS John for not fussing. So anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna mute SS John in about three or four minutes, but you know, I'm second section move turn. Hell victory.
Every Nicky Bear shit. So see what I can find. I find a bunch of goodies from 2005. A Tim Rose album from the good old days. It's my brother's hand in the mail. It's all day. Wanna be a sword man? Bring the SF. Wanna be a sword man? Bring the SF. Wanna be a sword man? Bring the SF. Sword man, sword man, in the SF. If Jay Piper hit Dickie Rollbird Pride, sucking off niggers in the dusty countryside, every red nigger bastard, the one dude pay, we will suck them off day after day. Wanna be a sword man in the SF? Wanna be a sword dragon in the SF? Wanna be a sword man in the SF? Sword man, sword dragon in the SF! <laughs> Today I grin when I see a boy with my sinker's out tested. No show drip. Different little book. Dream in his life. Call me by a little like you never met lies. I'll be a sword manzer in the SF. I'll be a sword dragon in the SF. I'll be a sword manzer in the SF. Sword man with sword dragon in the SF. these, uh, oh, the, uh, what, this paralegal 
Nancy McNellis at oneandone.com. Uh, it's it's more than just lying to them under threat of perjury. It's uh, essentially he's been lying to uh, two federal judges, uh, one named James Gwynn and this new one, uh, U.S. Magistrate Matthew J. Whitworth. So he's been lying to judges. I'm going to, you know, part of the reason I'm sort of nice to this nitwit, uh, Russ, you know, Russ uh, Walker, is that Russ Walker, uh, see, you know, Brian Real, you know, I've, I've been going through my old emails, and there's so damn many of them. There's just so damn many of them, uh, quite a few. I went ahead and printed up quite a bit of stuff, then I figured out the only thing I need to prove right now is against Brian Real. So I went ahead and printed the, the one where, you know, he reprinted Eli James's early November 2010, uh, you know, call me a convicted child molester on Fink's forum, you know, on Fink's webpage that, uh, you know, that Brian Real had to blog to and that Brian Real has fraudulently taken down. So essentially there's another case of fraud. So I just went ahead and printed nine pages up showing that, you know, guess what? Brian Real does not have any defamation or anything like that because He's called me a convicted child molester. All I've called him really is, well, I've called him a nigger-lipped, nigger-lipped, shit-skinned mongrel. I've called him a mongrel, and I, 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 I do believe he's a faggot here. But I did, I did point out is that one of the things I thought here is Brian Real was running around talking about how he is an MP3 player, and he records, he records every time he has an accident, usually with elderly ladies who have a big old late-model car, and if it turns out bad, he, he sort of insinuated for him, he, he would delete the recording, but if it turned out good for him, he would keep it. You know, and they sue these old ladies here. So that's where, but, you know, I got this information originally from Buck McHugh. And then I went ahead and did, you know, six months ago, I did, I went ahead, I was looking for Brian Real again, and shit, sure enough, there is a Brian Real, a Brian Real who drives, a you know a the same model and make of a Toyota, who actually killed this Catherine Williams in Spartanburg, South Carolina. So I never believed Brian Real. So I did do it. I did do it. I mean, what is the odds that Brian Real is not a you know is not a common name? Rio essentially is a South Wap Sicilian. You know, it's it's called a South Italian like Calabria and Sicilian name. Because he's you know he's just a shit skin you know Mongol here with a Sicilian name here, but there's not too many Brian Reels, but it was a Brian Reel who drives the same year and model of Toyota Land Cruiser that I called to- Toyota Cougar Assault Main and Murder Vehicle, <laughs> and what was the odds of it? But shit, it is it is a critter who looks well a good deal like Brian Reel. I mean not you know. He's a little bit darker than Brian Real, but, you know, that's, I mean, he's obviously a nigger of some sort, a Sicilian. You know, he, he's more like a nigger Sicilian. Brian Real's more like a, he's more like a gook, man's or faggot Sicilian. I remember a couple of years ago, I said, no, that isn't Brian Real. It's some gook. It's some gook in there. And then the Nimbus Tarts came back and says, well, it was just an ordinary gook, you know, faggot gook in that. Toyota, what the hell is it doing on Brian Real's blog, you know, blog page? So I go to the link, and yeah, it is on Brian Real's watch page. So I said, well, I guess, I guess you nimbuster tards were correct here. I mean, <laughs> I mean, occasionally the damn nimbusters are right, and I'm wrong. You know what I mean? 
That's why. Oh you yeah, I mean, um, you, you you realize that the Italians don't really acknowledge Sicilians, right? Well, they don't want to. They don't want to. Okay. Well, it's the, the Sicilians are mixed with niggers, and that's why the Italians really don't acknowledge the Sicilians. Well, what, well, you you also realize that it was about it wasn't until eighteen sixty or seventy that Garibaldi managed to quote unite Italy, and uh, you know, you know, Italy was sort of like India. The further south you go, the darker it gets. And the saying among the saying among northern Italians is that you can see Africa a mile south of Rome. Well, uh, I've been I have been through Italy. I looked at the museums. I went to Brindisi on the east coast, which has been always the route of invasion from Italy to Greece. You know, and then I went to Athens. I've been to Athens. You know, been to a number of places in Greece and to Italy, and. What happens by the time you get to Brindisi on the east coast and uh, definitely in the south, essentially the time that's on the railroad, the time that's on the railroad station is a suggestion. Essentially it's a suggestion that sometime eight to ten hours later, the train will show up. <laughs> you know, and it's the only place I've seen. I didn't even see it in Greece. But it's the only place where you have a Turkish shitter. You just have a hole you just have a hole in the ground to shit into. You know what I mean? So, oh, yeah, we, we have those out here. They're, they're called uh, uh, lake restrooms or, you know, recreational restrooms. I mean, it's basically just a hole in the ground with a piece of metal around it. Yeah. Uh, so I said don't have a toilet seat. You don't sit on it. You squat. And you sort of aim over the hole. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So it, which, which really makes sense. Which really makes sense. It means that you ain't going to get any crabs. You ain't going to get crabs or uh, afghans here from that here. You know what I mean? You know, jump right. in. You know, you know, but in any case, uh, I, I've been, I've been, and that's where, that's where Brian real. But on the other hand, uh, a year or so ago, Russ Walker admitted his mother was a full-blooded Sicilian. And John Britton, John Britton was, you know, causing that shit. And then later on, his second son called in. I am suing, I am suing uh, John Britton. I am suing. Buck McHugh, I don't intend to get any damages from them. But I, you know, what happens is that I got to get them, I got to get them telling the truth. So essentially, I got to make them defend this or tell the truth. You know what I mean? You know, because it's just. Oh, uh, the last time I talked to them was a week after that Oklahoma City bot, or not Oklahoma, but that Boston bombing thing, and I jumped on, I jumped on Buck McHugh's ass. I said, look. I just go ahead and looked at my sock puppet book, and I see the places where you insist. I remember you insisted that I write down this stuff about Brian Real. They went to John Carroll University. That he, uh, you, know, he you didn't tell me his name, and you didn't tell me, you didn't tell me uh, where he actually lived, but you insist on all this other shit. So when I found out, you know, uh, thanks to Facebook friends, I knew Brian Real, you know, immediately here. Essentially, I think you've been using me as a cat's paw. Because, you know, he was one, you said you'd sue Brian Real. I said, why don't you sue Brian Real? Because Brian Real had been working with a Jew to fuck him over. And essentially, I think he had a lot of hostility against Brian Real. Now, not Brian Real is a nigger-lipped, evil little cocksucker. But uh, anyway, you used me as a cat's paw. You used me as a cat's paw. 
And uh, essentially, he admitted that he would indeed give me affidavits here. But this 86 year, 87, 8, you know, now she's 90 something. This, this Greek model woman called Athena, who was big buddies with Russ, because she had, you know, revealed that, you know, that Russ had said his mother was Sicilian here. But uh, in any case, uh, Russ is a total tard. That's why. You know, that's why I talk to him, and he's sort of friendly to me, but he gets, he gets people all annoyed at him because he stabs them with a stupid shit. And me, I don't take him seriously. I don't take him seriously. So anyway, yeah, I got that thing done. Uh, it wasn't until the you – know, I, I had to drive to Springfield exhausted. I hadn't slept. I'd only slept four hours, you know, five hours maybe, uh, four hours or so previously, the, the day before, and, uh, hey, I was having problems with Word 2007. I hate Word, but I've, you know, I've, I've used it, but Word Word 6 from 1993 was the best word processing program I ever had. I was running on an old SX30, SX20 Gold Star uh, with, you know, Windows 3.1 on a 40 megabyte. I don't know if you remember when when it wasn't 40 gigabyte, it was 40 megabyte hard drive. So yeah, you're talking about back in the day of the 486. Well, this was the day of the 386. <laughs> the 386 okay, well, was 486. Okay, 386. Yeah. So yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's, that's still my era. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know how old you are. I think you're younger than I am. So anyway, uh, I. Uh, I doubt that. I'm 57. I'm just a little bit younger than you. Okay. Anyway, I I I forgot all about your show here. I'd like to thank you for not censoring. I I pretty well made my point about you know Tom Bowie. I mean, uh, pretty well. Tattered flag. Tattered flag found out you know found out that Tom Bowie was uh you know Tom Bowie was a pig and. You know, on the show, he uh, revealed he uh, was a lifer in the army or something like that, and essentially he don't like negativity. And uh, you know, all these characters here. I'm, I'm not suing Paul Flom, but you know, Paul Flom is a lying, hypocritical piece of shit. Uh, he was all he was all for he was all for me being censored by Brian Real in Canada. The one of the web pages that got censored was iWeb Canada. And Brian Rio worked with Richard Warman, from what I gather, worked with Richard Warman to take, you know, take my webpage down. And essentially, the Pitcher Possum was involved. Oh, the Gender Bender was involved. Uh, Fink, of course, was involved. Eli James was involved. You have all these characters in so-called CI dentistry. And they're Jews and they're Mongols and they're what have you. But I'd like to thank you for not, you know, I mean, I don't have a problem with Tom Bowie now that he's been discovered uh, getting to speak on your show, I you know I don't really I don't believe in censorship. I believe that the truth will come out. So you have well, exactly, and I mean you know he may agree to disagree, but I mean until um, I, I do a total background check on Tom Bowie's, and I mean technically uh, it's just you know I'm I'm not going to pass judgment on any man until I did my research. You know what I mean, Pastor? Right. I mean. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I give I give you the utmost respect because uh, 
out of um, you know, and and I was in chat, and uh, a lot of people don't know who Drew Boswick is. What was Boswick's Millet? Oh, he's a he's a character. Somebody made him their headmaster, just like you know, just like uh, I don't know if you heard of Jay Faber. I called him Sci-Fi Faber. Uh, yeah. Augie, Augie Christ made him his minister in 2002. And then in 2003, he was said, well, you no longer have to be a Christian identity. You no longer even have to be white. Uh, essentially, you can be a nigger, even a Jew. As long as you give me $25 and $10 for the first month, I'll make you an Aryan you know, nation's minister. And then sci-fi turned on him. Uh, essentially, they go ahead and they find these people here who show up, and they claim all sorts of things. And my position is is that I don't really give a shit what you do. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I've, I've, I've set up a corporation of my own. Uh, pretty well, pretty well, uh, you know, Boswick, from my gear, I'm not sure if it was Vince Bertolini or who it was, went ahead, made him, quote, headmaster of his church, and Axis Skanky was saying that she fucked these two cars named Boswick. Uh, and essentially, you know, their their great idea was to order pizza and then shit in the box for the Mexican maid to clean up here. You know what I mean? So, All right. Well, no, I mean, you know, just a lot of people that know. I mean, I've been in contact with Drew Boswick. He's been, you know, um, professional with me at least, to, to say the least, you know. And um, he said he had this, this, and that, and now he's telling me he doesn't. And, um so I mean, basically, um, you know, Drew Drew Boswick um, renamed me as the Hitman, and for whatever reason, he calls me the Hitman every time he texts me. But uh, and he does have my my cell phone, <laughs> like you do, and uh, I just think it's hilarious. But uh, you know, um, a lot of people don't know who Drew, Drew Boswick is. You know, Paul Millette, or you know, everybody pretty much knows who Morris Collette is, and, uh, yeah, well, and, and Morris. you, you, you and I both agree on Morris Morris Collette. You know, I don't know too much about Paul or uh, Drew, but um, you know, I'm sure you do. No, I don't know too much about Drew. I mean, I listened to Axel Skanky talk about how she uh, essentially she screwed both the Boswick brothers, and she was running around with the NSM and. Uh, they they had a they had a uh, motel room and they ordered pizza, and the first of the Boswick brothers uh, decided to shit in the empty pizza box and leave it for the maid to clean up. You know what I mean? The Mexican maid to clean up is what she said. So it's probably true. But then again, actually, wow. was a big liar herself here. So right. Case, are, are we still uh, uh, during during our national conference? Are we still doing a um, uh, a Skype meeting? Mm-hmm. I mean, do you still are you still up for that? Oh, I don't have a problem. Pretty well, the last I heard, my church hasn't been burned down yet here, and I'm trying to contact somebody to. Uh, I'm trying to contact somebody uh, to uh, mow the grass when it gets up high here. Uh, pretty well. Oh, the guy who was a friend of mine, who was a friend of mine, he only came fourth. You know. There were seven people running, and the top three were elected aldermen to this year, little bitty, you know, you, know, you have more aldermen in a town of less than 300 than you have in the city of Granby, which is 2,100. 
But essentially, he came in fourth, so he didn't quite make uh, alderman or something like that. But I heard the, the crazy mayor, you know, this evil bitch mayor, uh, said she's not going to run again next year. So probably things will straighten down here, straighten up or something like that here. I, you know, uh, generally, generally, I'm not too big on conferences. Well, probably what I would do is I'd just simply make a video or something like that, and you guys could just play it or something like that. Or maybe you'll, you'll, you can, if you have Internet connectivity, uh, essentially set up a webcam or essentially turn a computer the right way and essentially record the thing. So like American Renaissance or whatever, you can record the what's going on or something like that here. So, yeah, I don't oh, know. We, have we, a, yeah, we, 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 we have all that, Pastor. I mean, we have a 22,000-square-foot clubhouse now. So, I mean, yeah, I mean we're, we're pretty well connected with everything as far as Internet phone and any any kind of service you can imagine. Yeah. Probably what I would do is I would buy one of them a hundred dollars you know them things where essentially you have an amplifier with a battery or something like that here and you take it around, you can use it as a guitar amp, you can use it as a speaker amp, whatever. And that's what I would probably do if I took it up, load up in my Buick and took it up to church here. That Buick Usually I load that Buick up with 600 pounds of uh, cinder blocks, but that Buick, it, uh, oh, hell, it was, it was keeping, it was doing 70 miles, you know, sometimes 75 miles an hour on the air. I drove up to the interstate straight shot because I didn't feel like dicking with all these here small towns and, you know, on US 60. So I just, I just went up through Sarcoxy and then went straight shot straight shot and was drinking the Folgers will and just doing so nice here. Anyway, uh we have Bruce Howard. He is he's going to he's going to uh you know have Mary uh you know blushing Mary America uh come visit him. She, she's gonna get a passport. She's gonna go ahead and marry him. And we will we will have him. Sound sound good to you? But anyway, as I John I wanna say is yeah. that uh no I I do not insist that other people other people censor anybody else. But Tom Bowie, essentially, you know, to me, he's just a zog pig. Uh, there, there's no point There's no point in what he, you know, he just blew up on me nearly two weeks ago. He just blew up on me, you know, when I was essentially in, you know, ridiculing old uh, Boo from Washington, D.C., a.k.a. Wolfowitz Whaling Wallstein. And Wolfowitz Whaling Wallstein was trying to, Defend old Carolyn Yenta, who is a Hungarian. She's a Hungarian lesbokaikis, is what she is. She is what she is. And essentially, old Tom Bowie blew up on me, and there was no reason for it other than the fact he's a pig. You know what I mean? You know, he's a double dipper. I mean, I've, I've seen enough of these critters to where, hey, you, you know, they, 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 they don't like you, and there's a reason for them not liking you. And essentially, this crap about positivity. I mean, you know, this bitch Buberos, he's uh he's sixty five years old and hasn't learned a single thing. He wants to have positivity and he wants to be anti Christian identity. Uh and I I pretty well chew on his stupid ass too about four weeks ago. So essentially old bitch and uh, Tom Bowie essentially there's Ogbots, but I don't just know that they'd be censored. I mean essentially, uh you know, I mean Tom Bowie hasn't denied. If you go ahead, did you listen to that? Did you listen to that recording? Uh, what a week ago. Let's see on the 
13th or 12th or whatever. Did you listen to that recording? No, I haven't yet. No, I, I need to, but I mean, um, no, and, you know, uh, like I said, uh, yeah, I mean, Tom Bowie admitted tonight that he was a police officer in a nut house. Um, he had a badge, but he didn't have a gun. Oh, he was a cop in a uh, nut house, then. Yeah, but yeah, more than like yeah. I mean, that's that's basically what um, he claims. And, and until I have uh, proof uh, otherwise, okay, well, that, well, if he's admit being a cop here, there is no such thing as that big. Uh, he's essentially he's a, he's at least a double dipper. I don't believe he's the next pig. So, in case uh, to me, you know, to me that's just the end of it here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but but in case. Uh, you know, hell, I may I may go ahead and I invite the Nimbuster trolls to essentially, you know, with him and Bitch you know, Mubros has a show about the same time. I mean, essentially, I'm encouraging Nimbuster tards to troll the crap out of them. You know what I mean? Because uh, they don't they don't really have much of a show, so he'll he'll be like Think. He'll have a lot more listeners here. And what you know, with Think, what happens since I'm suing him now? I'll probably I'll probably have to take care to uh, essentially not log in, log in as Pastor Emlinstead or Dick Routney or anything else. I'll probably have to just go ahead and act as a guest here, both him and the Elijah shows here, because now they both they both are being sued by me. You know what I mean? So in case I'll let you go, I don't want to you know I I want to go ahead and unmute Bruce Howard. Okay? Yeah, that's fine. All right. Uh, I'll just leave you on here. Okay. Hello, Bruce Howard. How are you doing? I'm doing quite well, Martin. It's uh, good to be here on the show again. Okay. So you're going to confirm that email that you sent me that uh, that Mary's going to come visit you or, well, visit you. Do more than visit you. Uh, she's going to come down. she got a passport. You guys are going to get married in June or something? Yeah, that is definitely the plan because originally she was supposed to come here just for two weeks. And okay. uh, and then basically what was decided, she didn't really have enough money or whatever to do a round trip. So it's either she comes here or she doesn't. And so basically we decided, well, we might as well get married. Then she can be a citizen here. Okay. Well, hey, uh, by the way, I see somebody else from New Jersey, uh, <laughs> North New Jersey. Uh, thanks for Louisiana. Let me go ahead and unmute this character, too. New Jersey, have something to say? Good evening. This is Gushy. Oh, it's Mary. It's Mary. Okay. How you doing, Mary? Well, I'm okay, except I got summoned this week by the Court yeah. of New Jersey, yeah, um, for jury summons for petite hey. jury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, Martin, we wanted to me, me and uh, Mary, we wanted to ask you, like, what what do you think is the best way for Mary to get out of uh, jury duty? Well, you could just you could go ahead and uh, you know the one way of getting out of it is you know well usually. Usually, uh, I got something for ju- jury duty, 
And then the little prosecutor for you know asked me how I'd vote here, and I says, "Look, I'd go ahead and insist upon that. Essentially, no one is going to call me for jury duty. I mean, essentially, I'll just tell the rest of the jurors that you can't trust the pigs. You know, not guilty. You know, let people take care of disputes their own way here. In fact, I'm probably going to do that. So, if you want to get out of jury duty." You might want to go ahead and say, you know, when they're doing the voir dire, say, hey, the pigs are always wrong. The cops are scum. You know, I, you know, I would, I would always vote against the cops. You know, I'd always vote against whatever the prosecutor said. The prosecutor is wrong. And essentially, that prosecutor said, nope, don't want her. Don't want her. You know what I mean? Because that's why they ask questions to try to find people who are independent or something like that. So the best way to get out of jury duty, you know, is just simply say the pigs are always wrong. You know what I mean? You know, I'm going to vote. You know, I don't care. I don't care if it's, you know, Ma Dick X here who's gone ahead and killed and raped and eaten, you know, a bunch of wiggers. He's, he's not, you know, he's not guilty. I mean, essentially, the, the easiest way to get out of jury duty is to pretty well is for the, you know, you let the prosecutor know is that you're going to be a vote against whatever the hell the prosecutor says. You know what I mean? Don't care what it is. You know what I mean? And that's the best way to avoid being on the jury for life. <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? They have a questionnaire that I have to go through and see, you know, and I can't, uh, I, you know, I qualify totally. And well, generally, what, what generally, Generally, just simply that? say, just simply say, if you want to get out of jury duty, just tell the truth. Just simply say, look, uh, to me, the prosecutor is always wrong. I'm always going to go vote not guilty because essentially the prosecutor is a piece of shit. You know, I don't care who he is. He's a piece of lying shit. You know what I mean? That, that'd be the easiest way to do it is answer that and say, shoot. You have any reason you can't do it? Says, yeah, the prosecutor is always wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, Martin. Hey, Martin. I was gonna say, like me and you, we've got a kind of uh, uh, get out of uh, jury duty. Uh, it's almost like you know a credit card for get out of jury duty, and that is, oh, you know, we've been in the nut house. We can just say we're mentally unstable and we can't no, rationally make no, a decision. No, 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 no. I'm not mentally unstable. But, you know, I know. I, I, know. I, 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 to them. I used to tell you people. Lie to them. Tell people. I used yeah. to tell people, you know, these psychiatrists, especially here, I'd say, hey, you know, uh, you know, they'd say, you have delusions of grandeur. And I said, well, yeah. I'm, that's better than you, stupid fucks. You have delusions of adequacy. You know what I mean? I'd right. say is that, you know, I'd say that 100% of schizophrenia cases are caused by Peter Duncan. And then these tards would ask, Peter Duncan, who's that? I said, no, you tards, you know, Peter Duncan is a what, not a who. So yeah. generally, generally... I was sent to a nut house by this crooked judge, Kevin Lee Selby, in order to soften me up here, soften me up so I would take a railroading. And what I tell people is that there, you know, all these white nationals, is that there is a way to solve the problem. The best way to solve the problem is to say, if you're a pig or you're a lawyer <laughs> or something like that, I'm going to make you eat your spawn's nuts here, and I'm going to go ahead you know, shove them through the dog food shredder and make you eat what's left of them here while you're blinded and castrated. Essentially, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna like what happens to you. There is no rule of law, and that's why I'm gonna 
probably tell on my, you know, I'm going to probably tell the Eighth Circuit and say, hey, really, I agree that lawyers are above the law. I agree that judges are above the law. Then the only question is, is that who is now the new lawyer and who is now the new cops and now who is the new, who is the new prosecutor arrest here? Because essentially, since there is no law, it's just a matter of power. And, you know, the whole, the whole purpose to do is to seize power exterminate all your enemies so you don't have to fuck with them no more. You know what I mean? You know, that's, you know, that's, that's the way it's always been here. We just, we just pretend differently. You know what I mean? You know, so, uh, hey, I'm the, I'm the, yes, I'm, the has a great idea. <laughs> so I'm the, I'm the ultimate, I'm the, I'm the ultimate realist here. So anyway, but getting back to you, getting back to you. Uh, so you're going to, you're going, so you guys are actually getting, you know, what is the point of being an Australian citizen? There's a lot of people from Australia who want to migrate to the great Northwest here and form a, uh, I guess, you know, form an army with Harold Covington and all that. Yeah, well. Yeah, well. There's, no. there's some people want to get out of Australia. Now, Mary, she could be a dual citizen, you know, I no big deal. Uh, by marrying you, uh, what do you what do you get out of it, Bruce? What do I get out of it? Well, yeah. a long term stable relationship with uh, a woman, and that that is something I, I want. Obviously, I don't want I don't want a a, sh- a short term relationship with a whole bunch of wiggers wiggerises, you know, a whole bunch of female wiggerises. You know? Okay, so you're what, 23, and Mary's about 70. Uh, 21, and I, and I'm and I'm sick and tired of like the, you know, the how immature and and you know, everything, how they how they, girls in my generation are just gold diggers. Yeah. Okay, and Mary's what, 70? Yes. So it's what about a, what, 49 years? 49 years. Difference? Okay. Well, uh, I think I've already made the point is that I don't see anything in the Bible that's against it here. You know what I mean? You know, I don't think it's a a particularly good idea. But on the other hand, why you being 21, why if it don't work out, why, hey, you know, that's, you know, that's, it'll be whatever, it'll be whatever the way it is here. I, I, I don't really see any biblical injunctions against this year. Uh, the chances are, though, is that long term may not be all that long here. It's going to be like what? You know, I don't think it you're going to celebrate. I don't think you're going to celebrate your fiftieth wedding anniversary. Just look yeah, at well, the top here. You know what man, I mean? man, you know, another thing is like, you know, it could be like twenty, twenty-five years, and by that time, I'd be in my forties. And I'd still be all young enough to have kids as well, so, you know. That was Mary, you won't. No, no, but, you know, like, this is like, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be like 20, 25 years. That's still a long time. It's, it's, like, it's like this here. It's, yeah. you know, it's not like there haven't been 70-year-old men who have married 21-year-old girls. You know what I mean? Women. Yeah. Essentially, we look at that and say, well, guess what? It's it's a matter of well, usually money. You know, sort of like Anna Nicole Simpson marrying, uh, you know, uh, marrying this 81-year-old character here, and uh, she's still made up with well, not a couple hundred million or something out of the deal. 
until you look at it and you know, people will talk people will talk about it. People will talk about it. But on the other hand, I you know, and, and people these nimbuster tards are going to talk about it, they're gonna ridicule you about it. Uh and the answer is is that you the old ladies Well you don't uh Oh. <laughs> uh, I should grow a beard like you, Pastor. That's all right. That's well, I don't know. What happens tomorrow? Well, a beard would be a beard would probably be grounds for divorce, but <laughs> yeah, that would look, be. Look, 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 it'd be sort of like you know, it'd be old Mary. It'd be all like old Mary going ahead and hanging around. Uh, the cutting floor, uh, well, with Bruce Jenner, uh, essentially, well, Bruce Jenner, you know, Jenner is, uh, you know, is going to, you know, for my Jenner, he's, he's had his pole cut, he's going to have a hole made, and essentially, what happens is that it's sort of like, you know, you know, uh, George Hamilton and Michael Jackson crossing the color line, well, it'd be sort of like Mary America and Bruce Jenner crossing the gender line. How's that? No, you know no, I mean? it's <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. Well, you That's Bruce not Jenner. at all. I Suppose disagree with tomorrow, that. No. Uh-uh. Tomorrow, tomorrow they're going to have this stupid heifer, Diane Sawyer, talk with uh, what's you know Bruce Jenner. Bruce Jenner is going to go all. You know, he's going to become Pussy Jenner. You know what I mean? Bruce, he's going to become Pussy Jenner. Have you heard <laughs> that? Have you, you have, have you heard about? I mean, essentially, he's going to. Yes, he's, he's I know. Change his section. I remember way back. Uh, when I was a kid, you know, younger than uh, younger than Bruce is now, or you know, uh, let me see, seventy six. I was what nineteen then. Uh, what happens is he went, he went, and he won the decathlon. He was the greatest athlete ever, Bruce Jenner. He was on the Wheaties box or something like that, and then he's gotten on this Kardashian thing with some. Oh, with some dark-looking Armenian types here, and uh, you know, you know, I mean, this is the latest. This is the latest. This is the latest reality show, right? They think you're fake, Bruce. No, you're not. Yeah. First of all, Bruce and I have a lot in common. Yeah. We really do, and I um, we and we relate extremely well to each other, and it's not. It's not. You know, uh, we really do love each other, and there's not going to be a problem. I don't believe. I don't really well, like the. I don't like the United States. I'm fed up with it. Don't care to be here when it goes down, which it's going to do within the next five years for sure. Uh, yeah. So, well, what the what the plan is? The plan is to uh, for me to finish my uh, my education. Uh, doing trade school, and then um, I want to get an apple orchard uh, in Tasmania. Uh, I'll move there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you you said something about going to Tasmania on a vacation or something here. So you you've already been. You have relatives in Tasmania, or you have property in Tasmania, or you just want to live in Tasmania. Well, uh, Tasmania has a very low population. It's only about five hundred thousand, and okay. it's mo- well, it's still mostly white. But the mm-hmm. 
Tasmanian government wants to have all the gooks, all the Chinese, go to the, the big cities there. Okay. Don't, don't worry, I'm not going to um, uh, the old rest home. No, 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 that's not going to happen. Um, well, you, nobody knows what's going to happen. I, you know, I mean, really, I don't see how the Nimbuster Tards have any grounds about bitching. I mean, if you and Bruce are happy with it, it's really yeah, it's out of their business. You know, it's really, their business, not, really. really of their concern here. You know, I pointed no. out. I pointed I mean, out is yeah. that if you know, if it was Bruce who was seventy-one years old, had a bunch of money, and you who were what twenty-one. You know, hell, you exactly. got married to a Jew. You got married to a Jew at the age of sixteen, for my gather, right, Mary? No, no, no. I married him at seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Well, that's what four years younger than twenty-one. I mean, you've been on the yeah. other end of this exchange, haven't yes, you? Yes, exactly. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, what is your what is your little what is your little uh, Jew daughter? And I, for my gather, you don't talk to your Jew son. No, they don't. They don't about it. They're They'll totally talk to disconnect. you. I'm totally disconnected from both of them, all of them. Okay, yeah. so so jelly, they don't know or they don't care yeah. or anything about they that. They don't. They don't care. That's nope. the thing no. of their concern anyway, is it? No. No. Okay. So, so uh, <laughs> I, I think we have. Know. I think we have. I think we have Johnny Tonto Britton in the chat room here. Uh, you know, did you did you hear that I'm suing? Well, uh, you know, Booby Dog, you can't say what's coming at um, you know tomorrow. You could be dead, so it doesn't matter. I mean, you know, yeah. you may you, you might keel over before we get off this talk uh, shoe tonight. So, yeah. you know, what what are you doing? Playing playing like you're the most high? You know. <laughs> hey, I want well, you I want you guys to to see this. Uh, video it's this guy called Fergus Hunt who he works in the same workplace as me and he looks like brother non Aryan. I'll post his uh video in the chat room again. Uh it's it's sure. hilarious. Oh ho oh, oh. ho no no hilarious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen to this guy <laughs> Okay, I'll look at it a little bit. Uh does that mean does that mean that you're going to cut off your relationship with an electric fence? I never had one in the first place, but uh. You never had one? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a joke. It was just a joke. It was just a. It was just a joke anyway. Here, uh, are you gonna are you gonna invite Obergender Bender slash Robert Hancock working at the Mitsubishi? Oh, by the way, I'm I'm suing Obergender Bender too. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you got to buy Open Gender Bender, and uh, if you buy Open Gender Bender, you do know that the one year dingo will be a wedding crasher. <laughs> hmm? She makes me well, sick. Actually, uh, oh, we've already, Mary we've already figured out. Old hag too. She doesn't give hey. a fuck about her own children. Oh, come on yeah. now. You know. Hey, uh, uh, Mary, I was going to say we, you do we, know you okay. do know that eighty percent you do know that eighty yeah. percent of this chat room are Nimbuster tards. Yeah, don't I know. you? Okay, uh, do yeah. you expect you expect prim proper behavior in the chat room from Nimbuster tards? 
Of course not. I'm really of course not. delighted. Okay. They're, they are being at their prime as usual. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, I, I was going to say, so we plan to get married, uh, not in a church, but uh, civilly through the government, and it costs about 320 zog bucks. And uh, okay. to rent to rent this hall, it cost uh, 320, and so we allowed eight guests, including ourselves. So, well, I don't think Mary would have any relatives. So it would be me and Mary. The eight guests would be my mom, my dad, my grandparents, uh, my uncle, my auntie, my another uncle. That's seven, and then we have one more guest. That guest could either be my best best friend, or uh, that I've had for 16 years. He's an Irish, you know, hyper nigger, or it could be Oba Gender Bender. Well, uh, why don't why don't you just have Oba Gender Bender and the one-eared dingo, you know, crash the party? <laughs> you know what I mean? See? <laughs> what happens? Yeah, yeah. What happens is that the one-eared dingo can go ahead and be chasing. The gender bender around the altar here, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I reckon here's what Oprah gender bender would say, you know, and, and the um, so the celebrant would say, you know, does anybody object? Does anybody have any objections to, to this man and woman becoming, you know, man and wife? And Oprah gender, gender bender would say, yeah, he was slandering Pastor Vista. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oba Gender Bender and the Pistol Pops. Well, I was listening to them on the uh, way back here. Talking, all they did was talk about me. This was what, about, oh, three, four years ago. And uh, what was hilarious, you know, what was, you know, well, three years ago. What was hilarious is Oba Gender Bender and the Pistol Pops, uh, they, they don't like each other now. Uh Grams, I'm suing Mumpsnet. I'm suing. I'm suing Old Gender Ben. I'm suing uh, the Pisser Possum. I'm suing Meerkat Mark Downey, uh, Debbie Madinsky Downey. Uh, you know Brian Reels' mom and dad. But I'm suing essentially. You know, I guess the Pisser Possum. I'm not thinking. Yeah. I'm, well, what happens is that I wanted to avoid that. And then what happens? Old Brian Reels sent an email. Uh, Sam, is that the only ones who could testify was his mom and dad about how mean I'd been to him. So I'm going to go ahead and add. So I've added, uh, I've added Rio's daddy and mommy, and I already got a summons, yeah. you know, because I know essentially, you know, old nigger lips is living with daddy, you know. So essentially I got a summons already, and essentially old nigger lips will go ahead and look on the Pacer account. Probably is listening in tonight. You know, you, you know, anybody can do it. But anyway, over gender bender is being sued. But with the pincher possums, I don't really want to take any money or, pot, or persimmons out of the pincher possums' little gullet here because, heck, old, old Jeremy, he needs he needs his dog much to, to buy more meth and some more nigger, nigger weed and feed his little pincher possums here. You know, I'm not going to take old Bridget to just, you know, Workings at the pilot truck stop or anything like that here. You know, I just simply, I just simply want them pisser pop, you know, the pisser possum family to essentially behave themselves. You know what I mean? Now, liability clueless. Well, yeah, I'd probably sue his stupid ass here and take whatever the you know where <laughs> liability got here. But you know, I really hey, uh, Jeremy, uh, Jeremy, if you listen to this, there, you have, you know, you're sort of like you're sort of like old Buck McHugh and old Johnny Tonto Britton. I mean, you're being sued 
and you won't get in trouble as long as you're honest for once, okay? You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not after I'm not after I'm not after the piss or possums persimmons here, you know what I mean? You can eat your little persimmons and be a total tard and be a good melungeon here, just be a good little piss or possum as long as you tell the truth, you won't have any problems with me, okay? So, uh <laughs> Uh, where am I at here? Guess them, you know, guess them 14. Oh, oh, yeah, Mary the Mary yeah. here, you know. So, yeah. okay. Alrighty. Well, Mr. Sock Puppet, he's being, a, he's, he's being an ass. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's my time. It's my time to do some censorship. It's time to do some <laughs> censorship. Let's do some censorship. Oh, <laughs> 
no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mute. I'm not gonna mute anybody here. Uh, as, I don't think it's, it's only been five minutes so far here. Mr. Socked up is gonna have to gonna have to stay in the pisser possum penalty box for at least another five minutes here. Let's see, well, thirteen after. It's gonna be twenty after before I even think of unmuting Mr. Socked up. You hear that? Yeah. So in any case, he was being a total ass here. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And, I don't mind I don't mind ass clowns. I like ass clowns, but sometimes there's ass clownery above and beyond here. So uh, he's 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 yes he's being censored. Not me, shit. Oy vey, oy vey, Mister Sock Pop. Hey, hey, oy vey. How's that? Yeah, we have a question. Uh, me and Mary have a question for you. So, uh, so who who do you, which Christian identity pastor do you think should like marry us through talk show? Should it, do do you want it or Visser or should it be Wickstrom? Like, who I do you recommend? Wickstrom? I don't know. I don't really know. Heck, uh, maybe, maybe you can go ahead and get a whole bunch of marriages done here. You know what I mean? Just go ahead, and Jeremy would like to do it here, and whatever you can have us all. You can have us all. We can do it on TalkShoe. We can do yeah. it long distance on TalkShoe, and we can essentially. Uh, well, hell, probably be my my talk show would be the best here because I don't censor anybody. Oh, Wick the Dick censors. Uh, let's see, the Pistol Possum, uh, he censors. Uh, heck, you know, have Obi Gender Bender there. Hell, just have a long line. You know, this this will be the event of the year. You know what I mean? This could be the event of the year. What, what, what the hell? You know what I mean? But uh, yeah. heck, are you guys going to write your own vows or something? <laughs> well, we we haven't discussed that yet. We 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 most likely will. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, this is going to be what? Oh, about a month and a half from now, right? Yeah. Well, that's that's right. If yeah. There any other snags? You know, well, you, you know, it probably shouldn't be too difficult for you to get a passport or something like that, Mary. Right? Uh, well, it's already in the mail. I'm waiting for it to come back within the next three weeks. Okay, well, it's not like you're a domestic terrorist, you know, terrorist or anything like that it's, here. It's, uh, it's that be here. Uh, they went ahead, the old, old Zog went ahead and killed the Jew boy, killed the Jew boy who was a you know, Dave Weinstein. I mean, he was a Jew boy, you know, so like Fink, you know, Weinstein has a Jew name like Fink here. And they went ahead and killed some stupid North Italian wop. Uh, as a result of a drone strike, you know that that's what they were yapping about this afternoon on the news. Did you hear about that? Uh, no, because I don't watch to listen to the oh, news. Okay. It's so. Um, um, well, you know, I I just don't really. Care oh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Jeffrey Leonard supposedly is from Sydney, even though he's a nimbuster tar. He ain't the real Jeffrey Leonard. Uh, <laughs> he wants to be. He wants to marry Bruce. But yeah. no, I only marry boys. Huh? Oh, he's got, definitely <laughs> only marry boys. <laughs> yes, right. He's very, and you have him in your, you know, chat room. Yeah, yeah I. Uh, by the way, by the way, well, he's never must retard pretend to be a pervert. Well, maybe he's not pretend to be a pervert. He's pretend to be uh, Jeffrey Leonard. Yeah, well, he's definitely a pervert. <laughs> Stop. 
Oh, we're not tight. Far from that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> How's it going, John? Uh, it's going pretty good, man. I'm trying to re-log in, actually. <laughs> yeah. I heard you're uh, Butler's nephew. Yeah, I'm blood-related to Butler. What What do you think Butler would think about all the, uh, you know, all the uh, the Wiggers going around pretending to be Aryan Nation? I think Butler would have a problem with that. I mean, you know, if you're not white, you're not white. And um, if you want to not act your race, then you're not your race, basically. Um, I I basically, I I personally hate wiggers, um, which, you know, if you want to act like a nigger, then technically, to me, you are a nigger. And so, therefore, I have no use for you. I have no... Um, used to try to change your mind or your image or anything else. You basically uh, have already told me by acting the way you've acted um, that uh, you accept being something that you're not. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to re-log in here, but, uh, okay, back in, into the chat. But, uh, no, you know, you know, Pastor Butler did a lot of work, and, um, you know, one one thing that uh, I, I'm trying to see is that um, he did not, you know, his life work did not die in vain, um, but it, it's not looking good. I mean, you know, uh, as far as, uh, the interracial um, bullshit, the melting pot, and, and uh, you know, basically just everybody out there that um, you know thinks that um, coexistence is uh, is okay. Uh, to me, it's not. Um, I think the white brothers need to stay with white brothers. I mean, when the shit hits the fan, who are you going to turn to? That's right. You know, are you going to turn to your white brothers? Are you going to turn to uh, some Asian? Are you going to turn to um, a nigger? Or, I mean, or, or who are you really going to turn to? And what I've promoted in, in, on my show is get off the fence, join a club, join an organization. It doesn't have to be my organization. It doesn't have to be, I mean, you, it could be a conservative organization um, that, that is white-minded and, and like-minded. And um, so when the shit hits the fan, you have somewhere to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that, that's what I try to promote. And basically, um, you know, and I don't I don't know if it's working. I'm I'm hoping it does. Yeah. Um, you know, some call me uh, ass. John or ass SSJD or whatever. You know what I mean? But I mean. My 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 I don't have very thin skin, so I mean you know all that crap uh, basically is is exactly what it is uh, is crap. Um, to me, uh, in order for us to proceed as uh, a white Aryan 
or a white race period is we're we're going to need to stick together. We're going to have to um, have each other's back, um, you know. And you know, uh, as far as the economic decline, uh, the United States is probably within the sixty to seventy trillion dollar uh, range as far as debt. Um, you know, uh, they don't they don't advertise that. They don't. Um, proclaim that, but I mean, that's, that's basically what they're at. Anal sex motorcycle club, really. Joffrey Lambert. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, what I did what I did is I unmuted Mr. Sock Possum, and the critter, the critter was, I guess, all annoyed at me. Unmuted. I, I dropped off because the meter phone, uh, you know, two hours regardless of kicks you off here, and it was two hours of talking for an hour and a half, and uh, I was yakking here. Uh, I was asking John to give his, you know, two cents, and then I got kicked off. And I didn't notice for a second, so I went ahead and unmuted Mr. Sock Puppet. He ran off here, but now Jeffrey is giving me a hard time. Uh, in case, uh, you know, so the the thing is, is that you have, you, you, you know, this is a. This is not a tard-free show. This this essentially lets tards run wild, and that's uh, you know that's the way I like it here. I mean, shoot, uh, let the tar. I mean, unless they get really, really, really out of hand, and if if you end up getting blocked on this show, it's because you really sort of messed up, either that or because I just feel like blocking you because I want to be an asshole every so often too. You know what I mean? So, well, we, yeah, I mean, we all have that right. I mean, I didn't block anybody on my show tonight, and uh, the reason being is, um, you know, I I, I was kind of anal in the beginning as far as uh, if you have anything negative to say about the white race or the white movement or uh, this white show, then um, you're basically no better than Zog, and you're no better than a Jewish keyboard. You know what I mean? Keyboardist. And um, so, therefore... Uh, uh, I, I think uh, everybody in my chat room was pretty tame uh, as far as, uh, you know, and, 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 and even if they got out of line, I wasn't really going to uh, mute, un, you know, mute somebody or anything else. It was just the mere fact that uh, I, I had to put that out there because uh, being negative is not being uh, a positive, and, and a positive is for the movement, and a negative is not for the movement. Well, that's what Tom Bowie used the excuse to go ahead and mute me. Uh, the thing is, is that this boob from uh, this boob from uh, Washington D.C. Uh, essentially, he's a partisan. He's a partisan of uh, Carolyn. You know, essentially Carolyn Yeager, and she is a you know she's a uh, Hungarian Magyar Lesbokikis here. Uh, she she does believe in censorship. Now I do listen to her shows because you find out stuff like the traitor Glenn Miller, you know, essentially has been writing out people since nineteen seventy seven. So anyway, uh I don't really have much of anything really to say to Tom Bowie. Uh I was sort of uh you know, when I got censored not this past Friday, but the Friday before, uh pretty well pretty well the purpose of this show is to keep an eye on what's going on in the bowel movement. 
and this rich Uberos, he does not like Christian identity. You know, he's what, sixty, you know, five years old. He's like a lot of these failures in the bowel movement who haven't accomplished anything. They they whine about white genocide. They whine about this here, and you know how how this problem is going to be solved is. You know, the way it's always been solved is through civil war. It is through revolution. It is through, you know, you read the history of the of the northern tribe of Israel. They would have a dynastic change, an average of, what, every 30-some years. Uh, they would just simply rise up, rise up, and pretty well kill all the partisans of the old king and anybody who supported them because they didn't have jails, they didn't have prisons, they didn't have means of dealing with traitors and criminals. They just dealt with them. And that's what's going to do, that is how things are going to be settled. It's not going to be settled by whining and pissing and agitating for, please save the white race. All right, Darrell, I'll come to you in a minute. But anyway, uh, you said Tom Bowie admitted that he was a pig working at the nut house then, huh? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, well, he's, yeah, he's I mean, already admitted. He already admitted he's a he's a he was a lifer, I think, in the army or something like that. His his reasons, you know, his reasons is that I was fighting with this Willing Wallstein, who was defending this Jewish named uh, Carolyn Yeager, and Willing Wallstein essentially says I get to go ahead and censor, and that's true. You do. You know, the problem of it is is that when you do that, uh, you you get a whole bunch of people on your get a whole bunch of people on your case. Uh, they wonder why are you in this movement? Why are you doing something? If you're supporting essentially a woman who has not denied that she is a you know, she's a Magyar, hasn't denied that she's a lesbian, hasn't denied she's a feminist, has been ovulating over Rabbi Spink, uh what you do, what you do is that you end up find when you find out about them, especially in the case of Fink, he can't, he can't, you know, he can't allow a free and open chat room because he is not a he's not a Greek scholar, he's not a scholar of anything, he's just simply a Jew boy, you know, playing with something. He can't stand to have people asking, you know, asking uh, questions that's going to make him look bad or stupid here. In your case, in your case, John, you you and your friends you like riding motorcycles, and there's nothing wrong with recreation here. There's nothing wrong with essentially doing what you like to do here. I don't see anything unbiblical about what you're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So as a result, as a result, since you are honest, you can afford to leave an open chat room. But someone who is trying to deceive, someone who's trying to lie, someone who's trying to cover something up, they're the ones, they're the ones who uh, essentially can't stand ridicule, can't stand questions, can't stand anything else here. So in the case of, uh, in case of Tom Bowie, there's no sense of what he's doing unless he is, essentially, he's a Zogbot. There's no sense of what old Boob from Washington, D.C. is doing unless he's a thought box. There's no sense in what he's doing. Uh, in the case of Bitch Buberos, this character ain't a thought box. He's just, a, he's just an old-fashioned, you know, he's an old-fashioned just he's an old-fashioned retard is what he is. Uh, 
he talks he talks some stuff, but he's sixty five years old. And when he does his one show, you know, at the same time I was doing a show, I guess the only one who was listening to him was Long Island Brian. Up in my area had all of two people listening to him. Uh same way with Tom Bowie and same with the rest here. They're, you don't have very much of an audience, and now he's going to have an audience. They're going to be mainly Nimbus Tarts. So as a result, what I've done over the years is to make sure that whoever shows up in the movement, you find out about them, and they get labeled to where they're not fooling anybody anymore. And that's pretty well what I intend to do with Tom Bowie. He, uh, he essentially isn't to be trusted. So uh, anyway, I gotta take care of Roxy here. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna go ahead and let you talk. In I'll be back in five minutes. But you guys go ahead and keep on talking, okay? Sure. Okay, man. Thanks. Yeah, Bruce, you you're from Australia. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, we hey, actually I'm, having a yeah. We actually having a uh, an and. Tired, and then we have actually have an ambassador in Australia. What state is he from? Uh, I believe it's Sydney. Ah, yeah. Well, so he'd be I, from where that that sick pedo uh, Jeffrey Leonard's from. I'm from Melbourne. Okay, well, I mean, you know, I could be wrong. I mean, the SS Mel would be the more um, the SS Mel is the one that keeps in contact with all the uh, national, you know, ambassadors, you know, uh, out of out of the country. I, I don't. I keep uh, in contact with all the uh, uh, ambassadors within this country, and um, so I'm pretty sure he's from Sydney, and um, he's, um, you know. Uh, Creating quite a, a ruckus out there as far as white power. Oh yeah. Did you see that video I posted in the chat room with this guy, Fergus Hunt? It's 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 called Art of War. Did you see that? No, no, bro. I, I I you know you know I basically try to listen to what Pastor Lintus you know is saying and um and listen to. Uh, what it, what is going on as far as um, you know who is sure. on the phone and and whatnot? I don't um, you know I I kind of read the chat, but uh, okay. I, I really well, don't uh, involve myself okay. with the chat. Because this guy Fergus Hunt actually he works at the same workplace as me, and uh, he claims to be like this big Wigger nationalist, and he's a musician that puts out this really bloody uh, like faggot electronic music. He pretends to be like a, a rock musician but it's like electronic music. And he looks exactly like, you know, Brother Ryan. We call him Brother Non-Aryan, who used to be in Aryan Nations. Now he's with Finkelsheeny. Okay, what, 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 what part of the Aryan Nation? I mean, there are so many different factor, factions and factors and yeah. factions. Um, I mean, you know, you, you're, you're, you're talking about... Um, uh, you know, many. I mean, there there are so many people that are claiming Aryan Nation nowadays. It's it's really hard to keep up, even for me. I think uh, Brother Ryan was from. Uh, he was from South Carolina. So I don't know who, who or what faction that would have been. 
Yeah, but you know, it looks like like this Fergus guy and and brother Ryan have the same prison tats. You know. Well, I mean, Mel has um, Mel has a superior or a a, a a one of the only prison tasks that were actually acknowledged by Pastor Butler, and uh, um, and it was an elite patch. Um, so, you know, I mean, I, I don't know as far as what patches or you know, I mean, I know what Mel's patch looks like, and in you know, Dennis McGiffin, and anybody can look him up. Um, um, you know, he's been in this movement for a long, long time, and um, he, he's recognized it as an elite patch. So, I mean, Mel was somebody high up in the uh, prison organization as far as Aryan Brotherhood. Oh, yeah. But isn't, does Aryan Brotherhood, uh, does that actually support like white nationalism, I heard they're into drug dealing. Aryan Brotherhood is part of the prison organization. The Aryan Nation is um, part of the um, is the outside world. I mean, but I mean, the two do um, basically uh, coexist. I guess if you want to say that, but um, you know, as far as the NSSMC, we don't do anything illegal as far as uh, drug pushing or anything else. Um, somebody says uh, SS Johnson's no reason to ban Tom Bowie. Well, um, let me tell you guys, and here, here's what it is: until I find positive positive information, and I, you know, I'm not going to pass judgment on any man. And I will give everybody on this on this page and in, in this chat the same courtesy. So if you think that that is wrong, then I'm not going to apologize for that. Um, you know, I I extend the same courtesy to every individual uh, in uh, this under scrutiny. Um, I you know uh, we we do our background checks. We do um, whatever it takes to find out what the truth is and. Um, you know, if uh, Tom Bowie was uh, more than just a, a a police officer with a badge and no gun in a uh, nut house, then uh, we'll we'll find it out and and we'll go from there. But um, you know what? Um, until I find out more, I'm not going to I'm not going to condemn any man. And uh, let me see. If 14 put up a link here, let's see what this is. Um, oh, it's on my president, Dennis McGiffin. Is he in charge of your organization? Yeah, Dennis McGiffin is actually the uh, the world leader of uh, the Aryan Nation uh, as far as um, as far as the NSSMC is concerned, um, and um, he is also um, the leader of the NSSMC. He has a um, and and see what what is so great about this organization a lot of people really don't understand is we have our national officers and then we have our ambassadors and 
I mean, we have um, discussions between the ambassadors and the national officers and everything else. I mean, it's like it's a it's not a dictatorship. It's basically, you know, we have a president, but yet the president listens to everybody's ideology and ideas and everything else and comes to a conclusion. And so, therefore, you know, everybody has a voice in this. And, uh, but, yeah, uh, yeah, they posted, uh, you know, Dennis McKiffin um, with a Swazi uh, flag behind him. And, uh, okay, well, that's <laughs> nice. But, uh you know, I mean, it, it, you know, uh, a swastika flag is uh, nothing more than a uh, rebel flag. It's a it's a white power flag. So, is everybody in your motorcycle club are they all bikers, or do you have do you have like creatards in it as well? No, 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 no. Not everybody's bikers. Um, Actually, I am the um, the Aryan Nation ambassador, and um, uh, whoever does not have a motorcycle uh, falls under me, and um, uh, they don't have to have a motorcycle. I mean, you know, if you want to be in the NSSMC, then you you have to have a motorcycle. But if you don't have a motorcycle, then you fall under me, uh, which is uh, Aryan Nation, and uh, so. And then there's other faucets and other. Uh, organizations within our organization that uh, uh, you know that we have. I mean, we have the creator movement, um, which we would not have if we had not put religion aside. Um, and they're actually going to be their their national congress is actually going to be the same time our national congress is, and it's going to be in uh, you know Wood River, Illinois. Uh, at the same time, I mean, we're we're going to have a dual conference this year. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know if you know uh, the Creator Movement, but I mean, they've been yeah. Uh, actually, uh, actually, uh, John, I had a there's this guy called Patrick uh, O'Sullivan. He's the leader of. Uh, the creativity movement, he calls himself a reverend, you know, a reverend creator here in Melbourne. And, uh, you know, he had a swastika tattoo on his head. He said he wanted to know if I knew the Aryan Nations Motorcycle Club. And I said, well, I, I guess I'd say I'm, I'm, I said to him, I'm technically, I guess, I'm, I'm, bas- I'm basically at least friends with Aryan Nations. I, I would say if I pay the like the $50 membership fee to that Zogbot uh, Gillette, I'd be an official member. But, you know, everybody knows me in, in, the, in, the, in, in CI, so he wanted to know about you guys. Well, I mean, we have, um, we have James in the creator movement, James Logson, and um, you could tell him that. Um, James Logson is, uh, uh, you know, very, very, very good friends with Matt Hell. And if anybody that doesn't know Matt Hale in the creator movement, then um, you basically aren't shit because uh, Matt Hale is um, the guy that, uh, you know, can go up against any any pastor, ever, any reverend, any anybody that's any of uh, any religious movement and sit there and argue 
the Bible with them and 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 can pretty much come out on top. So um, James Watson is our uh, creator movement um, liaison, and um, so therefore you can tell that to the individual that you know, and I'm sure he knows who James Watson is. I'm actually, yeah, I'm going to meet him again because I have to buy some uh, merchandise off him, some, uh, you know, Blood and Honor, the music uh, thing with uh, Screwdriver, you know, Ian Stewart, that whole movement, yeah. uh, C- C18. Yeah, well, he's he also buys, he, he sells all the merchandise, so I'm going to get uh, Mary a shirt uh, so we can have matching shirts. She wanted one. Well, yeah, I mean, as well as you should, bro. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, whatever you guys want to do, I mean, it, it, you know, there's no laws against what you're doing, and as long as you're happy, that's all that matters. Amen, yeah. There's a, there's a real gentleman right there. Thank you, John. Oh, not a problem, man. Um, I mean, you know, it's from art. Um, you know, and basically, in, uh, you know, as far as the white movement is concerned, uh, you know, we, we need to move forward and not backwards. And, um, you know, we have all these Zog bots and uh, idiots out there that uh, want to put people down. Well, you know, you can you can put me down all day, every day of the week, and um, my skin is so thick that uh, it's not going to bother me. I'm just going to move forward. And I'm not going to move backwards. I mean, that's that's what a movement is. Mm-hmm. Well... You, you just sort of have to turn off the babbling because they all babble with a bunch of babble. <laughs> well, yeah, and, you know, and I, you know. Yeah, we as the NSSMC, we have grown so much in three years that um, we make the other alienation entities um, look small. And I'm not talking about the Passion Winstead. I mean, because I have the utmost respect for Passion Winstead, but, I mean, as far as... Um, the ANSSMC is concerned. Um, I mean, we've grown uh, not just you know coast to coast in, in the U.S. We've we've grown nationwide and worldwide. That's what it really takes. Yeah, and you obviously are doing it right and sincere. Right. Well, I mean, we have a leader, and I mean, I don't know how how much you guys know about the white power movement back in the seventies and eighties, but um, back in the seventies and eighties, uh, Gary Yarbrough and um, other uh, members of that organization was called the Order um, that robbed armored cars and everything else to keep the white movement going at that point in time. And then uh, Des McGiffin was planned at that point in time, and actually, Des McGiffin is on. Um, um, uh, the left website uh, meeting uh, Pastor Butler and then shaking his hand, but uh, they became very, very, very good friends. And um, basically, uh, after the order got caught, um, uh, Dennis McGiffin dubbed it uh, the new order and did the same thing to keep the white movement moving in this uh, this country in the 80s, 90s, and 2000s. Yeah, hey, uh, I think uh, this guy called Hatchet Strike Force added me on uh, as a friend on uh, Google Plus. I think he he might be in. Uh, is he in your motorcycle club? Uh, what's his name? 
Because he he was on the he was on the page that the Nimbusters posted. Hatchet Strike Force. He was on the Dennis McGiffin page. Yeah, I don't I don't know, man. I mean, there's uh, there's uh, organizations that uh, I've been up to the clubhouse and uh, since uh, I think February of this year. So I mean, um, I well, no, it was actually January of this year. And um, and so therefore, I mean, Dennis works very fast, and Dennis brings in different organizations, and uh, so I mean, he might be part of our organization. I don't know. I mean, you know, there is things that happen on a national level that you know that that I'm not aware of, and um, I mean, he he might be a part of our organization. I really don't know at this point in time. Yeah. But you know, I'm 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 a fan of uh, the fact that you guys do like real world activism, because you know there's so many Uyghurs claiming to be white nationalists on the uh, forums. Like Stormfront, I I knew Stormfront was a was a false flag, a zog a zog front. When the guy who was the singer from uh, Definite Hate, his name was like Wade Michael Page. Uh, he was a hammerskin who killed a bunch of, you know, shitskin Indians uh, in a Sikh temple. Uh, Don Black said that was awful, it was terrible. He's just, he, he just tried to protect the, you know, the, the, the USA from, you know, these bloody invaders, you know? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, I, I believe, you know. What is my earbuds? Yeah. My earbuds dying on me. <laughs> I don't know. I uh, I was just simply listening to the uh, look at the chat. Uh, got back from Big Care Roxy. Uh, my Garrett Tom Bowie went ahead and muted muted Mona Montgomery when she was on the show or something like that. Here, uh, this show this show is about what's going on in the movement, and in case of. Uh, you know, in the case of Tom Bowie, I I certainly don't insist that you uh, censor him or mute him on your on your show, uh, Sean. Uh, to me, what 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 you do is when you're on this movie here. I mean, for <laughs> let me see, for about a year, about a year and a half, I was calling Rabbi Fink. You'll be Bill Fink. I was calling him a jewel. And it wasn't really until a little bit over a, you know, October 13th, 1.30 p.m., that I found out he was a Jew. Hell, I found out he was lying to me. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, why I realized what Fink was, uh, October 13th, 2010. And then I got to where I was actually listening listening to what he said, and here he is. He doesn't know who Simon Magus was, but yet he supposedly translated his own Christogenian New Testament. Well, hey, if you translated the New Testament, why, you should know who Simon Magus is. If you've been in Christian Day, you should, should know who Simon Magus was. So essentially, all I think is, is he was just simply a Jew who was brought in with Eli James. You know, and Eli James wants to pretend they didn't bring in Fink. Uh, Clifton Emmerheiser brought in Fink. 
Brian Reno, an anti-racist activist, helped bring in Think. Uh, so what you do is you find out, you go ahead, and every so often you believe that these people are part of you, and then they do something. They can't help but do something because they are what they are. Now, in the case of Tom Bowie, I don't know what kind of cop he is. But, hey, you go ahead and, uh, you know, when he went ahead and muted me, when he went ahead and muted me, uh, essentially on the, uh, you know, what was it, two weeks ago or so? Not quite two weeks ago. Uh, what the hell is going on? I mean, I was surprised. I was surprised that being muted, you know, just for arguing with Wailing Wolf, you know, Wailing Wall Wolfenstein here. But he's just like, he was just like Wailing Wall Wolfenstein. I mean, he had me, you know, uh, he had me on his show, you know, in November of last year. Uh, and he had me on his show because he was worried that I would say something bad about him. And so I kept on trying to bring up Mona, or not Mona, but uh, essentially old uh, Kelly Nienta's, uh essentially that she has not denied that her brother was, you know, the president of the Hungarian American Association of Chicago. So what is a Hungarian? Well, Hungarian is a Magyar. And here is, you know, Willing Wolfowitzstein trying to go ahead and claim that, oh, only 3% of them are, are Huns. The term Hungary, uh, the Huns were related, were related. There were these Asiatic horsemen. So were these Magyars. These Magyars used to be related to the Khazars. The Khazars are descended from the Hittites. The Hittites were Canaanites. So essentially, uh, neither Tom Bowie nor none of these other people deny what is said about him. Now, if he's trying to, he might be trying to change, well, I really was a real cop. I was just a nuthouse cop. I just worked security. Well, he might have done that. He may have been working at St. Elizabeth's and maybe he went ahead and poisoned James Bond Braun here because that's what happened to him. But you don't know who these people are, but you find out how they act. And as I listened, as I listened, here comes Tatter Flag. And Tatter Flag, well, you said you were a cop. You said you were a cop. And Tom Bowie didn't deny it. Later on, he essentially admitted to being a lifer, probably in the United States Army as an NCO. So me, my position is I don't. You know, I want, I want to listen. I want to find out more about what's going on. Brian Real, for example, has accused me of threatening him. Well, the answer is not really. Uh, same way with Trader Glenn Miller. What you do is that when you find out someone is not on your show or not on your side, you pay attention to what he says. You go ahead and actually listen to what he says. You find out what he is, and what you want is that you don't want to, you don't want to get rid of somebody who is not a successful Zogbot. You want to essentially attract more attention to them to where they have to go and they try to explain themselves, and they just get dug in deeper and deeper and deeper. So my position is, of course, I wouldn't want you to you Tom Bowie. But, you know, like I told Tom Bowie, I mean, shoot, you're, you're done. You're done as far as the movement is because, hey, they're going to see, they're going to see a double-dipping Zog pig who lives in Washington, D.C., and they're going to think, well, same as Bob here. I mean, for all, for all you know, everything that I'm saying to you is going to be, 
You know, 35 minutes later, if need be, it's going to be reported to the Department of Zog Land and Security. You know, you don't know, you know, you do know this character is what he is, and he's scared to death. So he is muting people because he is scared to death. He is scared to death that he's going to be found. But on the other hand, he's found out now he's really, he's really, as far as all practical purposes, he is done for. He's done for in the movement. Because hey, uh, you know he's you know, he's just really done for. There is no there's no point in talking to him. I mean, any more than you would talk to a nigger. Why would anybody want to talk to a pig? You know what I mean? You know he hasn't denied it. In fact, he's gone ahead and admitted to it. Now he's trying to say he's trying to go ahead and do damage control. And I didn't know that he went ahead and muted Mona Montgomery here. I mean, Mona. Mona is about the one of the most inoffensive, one of the most inoffensive people that I've met. Now I haven't agreed with Mona. On the other hand, she's the most inoffensive person met, and she's been very useful to me because hey, she's able to get on Fink's show, and on what? It's been nearly a year. On June sixth of last year, had Fink essentially cut all ties to claiming to be dual seedline Christian Dante. I mean, yeah. essentially, think, think is what he pretended to be. He is a, okay, well, it looks like uh, we have some tards here. Hey, hey, Martin, uh, yeah. I was going to say, just uh, me and uh, me and uh, Mary were talking earlier today, and we found that, we found what we think is the origins of the, of the, of the, uh, of the Jewish religion, like the original name for Judaism. It was, uh, we think it's Tengerism. It's this thing, this uh, it's like this monotheistic. Well, they basically they worship Satan. This belief system from Central Asia, and they're basically Turks and Mongols and Hungarians. That yeah, they're basically the Jews. And this Tengerism, well, this Tengerism belief. It's what, it's T E T E N G. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, these yeah, but Tengerism that was like that's like two. That's like 200 years before the Khazars, from the same same region. You found it today. Well, you got you got to understand, and you know, people now talk about Khazars, and it's uh, Harold Covington was yapping about Jews. He was talking about Khazars. He was talking about this somewhat famous sort of Bolshevik novelist called uh, what the hell was his name? Arthur Kosler. And Arthur Kosler wrote a book called The Thirteenth Tribe. And if you ever go to a Christian identity or Patriot Mutual thing, you will have them showing, selling for $10 what they got, The Thirteenth Tribe. And him and his wife died, died about, oh, 18 months after of a, quote, suicide. Him and his wife committed suicide together. He was the undersecretary of state under, under uh, you know, Rosenfeld, you know, the second. You know, uh, you, know, you know, Feather Duster Rosenfeld. So where did the Khazars come from? And the answer is that they came from these people called Hittites. And they were, they were destroyed, or they, they had some people were not destroyed, but their empire was destroyed by these Galatians, who were sort of Israelites, you know, and what, 1,200 1200 at the tail end of 1200, about 1212, 1290, and certainly by the end of the quote Bronze Age collapse around uh, 1180. So you 
they, they were not destroyed, and neither was the Hittite Empire destroyed in 910 A.D. You know, the, you know, Yahweh has essentially kept both bloodlines, the good bloodline and the bad bloodline, around here. So in any case, when you're talking about what is now, what is now Judaism, uh, when Christ lived here and he was, you know, he was murdered, you had, you had these, you had these, the sect called the Essenes who wanted nothing to do with Jerusalem, didn't want nothing to do with the temple. And, you know, they say Christ was a Essene. Well, no, but you had the main ones, you had the Pharisees and you had the Sadducees. And the Sadducees were the Levitical priesthood and they were they were aligned they were aligned with the temple. Now Herod the great big tyke uh went ahead and slaughtered, you know, at the very top, but he kept he kept the Levitical priesthood intact here. And then you had the Pharisees. And they had their quote traditions of men, which was oral. The what became the Mishnah, the oldest part of the Talmud, was not put into paper until Rabbi Akira uh, left Jerusalem and was given permission by the by the Romans to set up a school of Talmudism. And once the temple was destroyed, the whole reason for what was the Levitical priesthood and the Sadducees disappeared. So the only part of Judaism that was around was the Edomite, was the Edomite traditions of men of the Pharisees. That was all that was left. So now what you call Judaism is pretty well centered on what was the Pharisees. So you had you had supposedly Sephardic Canaanite rabbis teaching these people who were Jewish, you know, who were essentially Canaanites, you had them teaching, you had them teaching their fellow Canaanites, the Talmud around 745 you know, A.D. So it's been, it's been around, it's been around since before Canaan, it's been around since Cain. But, you know, the actual writing down of it, you know, writing down of it hasn't been around since, what, 2,000 years. Yeah. Essentially, Talmudism, Talmudism, per se, is about the same age as quote Christianity under well, however they put it. Okay. So let me see. I, I went ahead and muted guest number twenty-two. It may have been Liar Bill to clueless here. In case Liar Bill, uh, you've been sued as well. <laughs> sooner or later. Sooner or later. Book discovery. I'll find your address and send uh, send you a little greeting too here. But you know, that, that, yeah. that's why that's, that's why that's why I'm trying to tell SS John. In fact, yeah. I don't you know if Tom Bowie wanted to call into my show, I would mute him at all. I'd let him explain whatever the hell he wants to explain. I've been in this movement long enough to where you know, like what? Oh, last week Tom Bowie was in. He did yeah. not show up until I essentially left. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you left. Hey, hey, Mon, so uh, yeah. yeah, I was just going to say, uh, I, I need to get going pretty soon. i got to take my dog for a walk. But I was just going to say, uh, you know, it was good to good to speak to you today. And, and I had a look at uh, your, the whole of your uh, 
your counterclaim against Brian Rio, and it looks it looks pretty strong. Uh, you know, I think you should probably win the case. My opinion. No, no. What what what's going what's going to happen? Let me just tell you what I have planned. What I have planned. What I have planned is Brian Rio says, oh, you don't know what you do. You don't know how to fill out the interrogatory. He doesn't know how to fill out anything. What I planned is by naming the Southern Poverty Law Center, I'm hoping to have someone like Kurt Lyon take over this case. Brian Rio's case was bogus to begin with. It was, it, was, it, was a, it was a loser. But what you do is just like what happened with Butler, uh, some some... Some Mongols here, why, supposedly they're chased. There's nothing much to it. And Butler loses his entire farm or something like that. The Southern Poverty Law Center has several million dollars here. What happens is that, you know, the DMCA, where it's expensive, is in the lawyer fees. I would give to probably Kurt Lyons or anybody else who wants to go after these people. Brian Real don't have nothing. Uh, his daddy don't have nothing. I mean, Mumps, Nut, Liar, Bill, the Clueless don't have nothing. You know, the whole point is to go after, you know, Daryl Lamont Jenkins already lost a lawsuit for bothering people in American residence. He's not able to learn things. What you're doing is that you're using the same precedents that have already been used against our people to go and destroy, go and destroy essentially these big anti-white organizations. So pretty well, what we'll do is we'll have a little, we'll have a little tarred and counter tarred punching contest, and I'm going to look to see if I can't have someone like Kurt Lyons or someone else take over the case, and then what happens in discovery, you know, over three or four or five years, essentially at the very end, having the the you know the Ashkenazi Defecation League and the Southern Poverty Law Center essentially pay out the ass. For essentially censoring white people, you know what I mean? You know that's yeah, that's the thing. Right now, this is just simply this is just simply minor league target shit. That's all it is. Just minor league target shit. Yeah. I mean, essentially that case. What happens is that April twenty second was the last day to you know at this U.S. magistrate level to file a counterclaim according to the schedule or file a counterclaim. And to file the sense of joinder of parties. My idea was to go ahead and joinder, joinder the parties. And I have, suppose I have 17 unknown people here. Well, I can go ahead and add the Ashkenazi Defecation League, you know, to it later on or have somebody else add to them. I mean, essentially what this is, is this is a minor, this is a minor skirmish to which I want to go ahead and essentially get in the, you know, the heavy hitters, get the heavy hitters involved in fighting big time here. Because as you look at it here, if you can if you can go ahead and you know, destroy or take somebody's farm or do whatever here, well, guess what? You can go after big buku bucks here on the big side. So essentially what this is, this is a little, this is a minor piss fight between a, you know, shit-skinned mongrel and myself. Essentially, my whole purpose is to essentially you always you know every time there's a fight every time there's something else here you always escalate you always escalate the situation you always escalate the situation where there's no peaceful problem there's no peaceful solution at all other than war to knife here that's 
you know, rather than talk about whining about white genocide or anything like that, the purpose the purpose is is to spread civil war to where it is a matter that there is no choice except to yeah. go ahead and slaughter all the Jews, slaughter all the niggers, yeah. slaughter all the dukes, slaughter all the beaners here. So same yeah. thing, that is my position. Now this now this movement turns here. I mean, Tom Bowie, Tom Bowie uh got scared because I was fighting someone who was affiliated with him, a.k.a. Wailing Ballstein, you know, who's in turn affiliated with Carolyn Yanter, who's in turn affiliated with uh, that. Oh, by the way, I'm suing Mike the Kike Delaney. I'm suing Mike Delaney, too. Essentially, Mike Delaney doesn't know what he's doing. He's just simply a zogmock. So you go and you... You go ahead, and uh, I think I think when people go ahead and read the lawsuit, uh, Harold Covington and the rest here, what they'll do is that they will see that this is a chance to essentially you know add to the fighting here. Tom Bowie, he's just simply he's just simply a minor little zog pig. Uh, that rich Buberos, he's another little storefront tard who 65 years old. Uh, hell, I thought it was Meerkat Mark Downey here, but uh, you know, I call I'd call old bitch Buberos. I'd just call him Pussy Mouth because that's what he that's what he is. He's just a tard who doesn't understand anything about anything. You know what I mean? At all? Yeah. He's not dangerous at all. Tom Bowie. Now he's revealed as a dog pig. He ain't dangerous. I mean, he can he can go ahead and explain whatever the hell he wants to. He can call into my show anytime he wants to. He can call anywhere at all, and what I'll do is I'll just simply ask him questions, and he won't have any answers. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. Uh, yeah, I was going to say one last thing. It's related to exactly what you just said about the need for civil war. Well, the Huffington Post, which is you know Jewish, they they. Uh, well, Ramsey Paul put up a video about the Northwest Front, and uh, the Huff, based on this article by the Huffington Post, and they have this video which says, "So, so whites, you're about to become a minority," and they're gloating and they're gloating about how whites are going to be a minority. They're really happy about it, you know. They're, they're happy to see whites die. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What comes down to it, whites have always been a minority, or at least the ones who think they're white here. Now, yeah. unlike all these people who are yapping about, we want to have a, we want to have our country of our own, and they're whining. I mean, I'll grant Harold Covington has moved the marker about having an actual ethno state and actually using violence to get it here. But my position as Chris Dante is that we can have a white world if we are willing to, you know, first deal and exterminate the traitors among us. And if we are willing to essentially slaughter all the niggers and slaughter all the gooks and we get our ass together, we can indeed slaughter all the Jews here. We can we can have a white world of our own, but the end result is that there's going to be only what, ten or twenty million ex wiggers you know, in this country. So pretty well what I feel. I mean, this this nation is declining. This nation is decaying. It's getting poorer and darker and more messed up, you know, all together here, like over in Italy. They're whining that some niggers drowned in the Mediterranean here. Now, if I was the Italian prime minister, I would wait till they got 
about a mile from landing, and then I'd shoot down. I'd sink their boat here. Just send up me a missile here. Burn up a bunch of them here. Let the you know, rest of them drown. Then the ones got in there, just put them in the camp, and then put them on a Italian cutter back to Italy or whatever. But if, essentially, if a bunch of them drowned, essentially drowned or died about a mile off the shore here, they wouldn't be coming anymore to Italy, would they? Same way in this country. You just went ahead and gut shot a bunch of you old them and, you know, little brown beaner lips here. You just went ahead and gut shot them in the desert, let them, you know, let the buzzers and coyotes eat the rest of them. Guess what? I don't think there'd be any more coming to America. You know what I mean? There wouldn't be any more to America. So essentially, this yeah, problem yeah. is solvable, but not today it's not solvable. It isn't solvable yeah. until you are willing to destroy these creatures. By the way, 5.8 magnitude in Washington, D.C. Oh, shit, i got to record this here. 5.8, breaking news. 5.8 earthquake in in New York and the District of Corruption. All right? I haven't haven't felt it. (laughs) I would feel it if it was in New York City. Well, that's what I'm looking at, PBS here. Here, let me just go ahead. Sort of like the... Uh, sort yeah. of like the uh... Now, I felt an earthquake about five years ago here. This building shook. Okay. Well, this is, this is PBS here. Let's see. All right. Well, have a good night, you guys. I'm going to go now. victory. All right. I'll let you go. Maybe this was a while back ago. Maybe this ain't breaking news here. I was right. just seeing something on the... Uh, on the uh, you know PBS channel here. So in any case, uh, I'm gonna let you go here, uh, Bruce. If you, you know, I mean, I know he's probably costing you money. Uh, I don't see, you know, I'm not sure if what you're doing is wise, but it's what you want to do, right? Yeah, and I love you, Mary. Bye. I love you. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Okay. You know, so it was it was sort of breaking news, and it worked out. You know, hopefully it worked out well. You know, you, you guys already seem to know what you want, whether or not it's wise, or whether it's not, whether it's smart. Well, hey, that'll be that'll remain to be seen, won't it? Right. I think Mary headed out too. All right, folks, I'm going to. Okay, it looks like Mary, Mary left as well here, folks. I'm going to take a break, and we will be we will be back here. Uh, we'll be back here in about three or four or five minutes. Hail victory. <laughs>
Serious video time. I want to talk about a problem that we have in the United States that's getting really bad. Black people. We have so many of them, and I can't stand them. You lose them in the dark. They eat all your goddamn chicken, and everything else is wrong with them. I think we should have a new plague that gets rid of just black people, because the niggers are ridiculous. You fuck with Jews, a kite with a plan to burst your bubble. That's what you'll get for all your trouble. I'll never fuck with Jews. What do you get when you kill a kike? You do the entire world a great big favor. Don't matter worth a shit. Oh, true kike flavor. I'll never fuck with Jews again. Don't tell me what it's all about. Cause I'm there, there, and I know kikes doubt. Out of those chains, but mind you, that is why I'm here to remind you. What do you get when you fuck with Jews? You only get lies and pains and sorrow. So for at least until tomorrow, I'll never fuck with Jews.
I'm here to remind you when you fuck with Jews, you only get lies and pain and sorrow. So, boy, at least until tomorrow, I'll never fuck with Jews again. No, no, I'll never fuck with Jews again. Or is I never fuck with you? <laughs> I did, you know, I, I have no excuse. I have no excuse for censoring. <laughs> Poor guest number 35. I have no excuse here at all. <laughs> Maybe I don't want one. <laughs> uh, uh, it's, you know, other than, other than the same, other than the same tards here, uh, is there anyone whose opinion were, you know, amounts to worth a shit who wants to uh, speak up for guest number thirty-five? I mean, shoot, you know, it, it's it's gay fuck, it's gay fuck thirty-fifty, you know, uh, finally reached my nostrils and did offend me. <laughs> Uh, you you think the guest number thirty five would, would be able to come back in? You know, go ahead and log out and come back. In fact, in fact, guest number thirty five, I'm going to unmute you so that everybody in the chat room can look at your fuck card empty, and then I'm going to give you two minutes to log off and come back as another ass clown. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do 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 do. Gotta unmute guest number thirty-five. Okay, you got you got two minutes to log off and come back as a new ass clown. Okay, is there a medal? Well, uh, I I have a different idea of what he deserves here, but my gilding knife is in the bottom of the kitchen in the bottom of the kitchen cabinet. <laughs> so, still with us, John? Right? No, I'm here. I'm just uh, being entertained by Gus and uh, uh, Marty Cromo and um, and everybody else. You know, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, I don't have social security disability. I mean, give me a break. I have a fucking real job, guys. Yeah, I mean, uh, what 
what happens? I, I don't really like blocking some of the more entertaining cards, but 35 entertaining. Oh, this is, this is this is thoroughly entertaining. I mean, I mean, you can't get this on uh, on cable or or on Dish Network. I mean, this is just totally entertainment. Oh, this is this is just total fucktardation here. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, how do I get a Harley sold meth? No, I got a real job, motherfucker. <laughs> someday, someday, maybe Hubbo, HBO, or something like that will say, Dim Tarted in America. You know, the state of Nazi fucktardation or quasi Jew Nazi fucktardation. So, this yeah, is, yeah. you know, this, this is being saved. This really is being saved on Talks to. But anyway, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to give guest, guest number 35. You know, hopefully it'll log off. So, I mean, essentially, it's fucktardation will be in the chat room here and can come back as another fucktard. You know what I mean? Because I really hate, I really hate blocking a really somewhat particularly entertaining fucktard and then having them run off to where he stays, you know, he stays unblocked. So guess number 35, you know, for your fucktardation, for your fucktardation to be able to be watched at by, oh, say, guess number 14, 17, 20, 25, and 29, you really need to, you really need to, you know, essentially log off and come back as a new retard, okay? So your fucktardation will not be lost within the next 10 or 15 minutes, Okay. <laughs> yes, we we know that you don't like me. We know that you don't like me. Uh, what happens is that shit. You got thirty seconds to, you got thirty seconds to log off and come back as a new retard. Okay, thirty seconds. <laughs> if you if you don't log off here, you're gonna be blocked. You're gonna be blocked. Right? You're gonna be blocked. So you have, you know, well, now you have twenty seconds to log off. Okay, did you log off here? Come on. Those blocking people. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Blocking people. I mean, you're 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 wasting you're wasting uh you're wasting your time here. You you don't want this fuck card every to not be seen by those who are still in the chat room. It's going to be on chat grab for a long time. You got my ten seconds here before I perform before I perform a tardectomy, a tard abortion. You know, ten, <laughs> nine, eight. You better log off quickly. Seven, six. Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Your time is up, thirty-five. So you try to, you try to give, you try to give a real fucktard. You try to give a real fucktard a break here. You try to give him a fucktard a real break, and he just won't take it here. You know what I mean? I mean that's why. Oh, yeah. That's why you know. That's why why heck here. I mean I can just imagine myself, you know, coming with you know at the, you know at the. Head of a, you know, of a, a bunch of classmen here looking for nigger mixes here, and here is guest number thirty-five. He knows we're coming. He knows he knows it's about time to log off on the short wave before the stopper comes, and essentially makes him eat his nuts here, and then puts him in a death camp where, you know, other tyklings will be born like Bergen Nelson. But does guest number thirty-five have enough sense to log off on the short wave before the stop will catch the stupid ass? Hell no! Nimbusters are like that here. They're just a lot of them are really, really, really fucking fucktarded here. You know, he had he had plenty of time to be, you know to go ahead and log off here. 
So uh, guest number 35, boot up another browser, boot up another browser and come in and say, hey, I'm guest number 35. Uh, could you unblock me here so I can go ahead and log off and have my words of fucktardation done here? I mean, look. This is not like this is not like this is not a situation like Bail Fink or this is not a situation like Tom Bowie or Wailing Wallstein or Bitch Boobros to where they're all scared here, so they gotta go ahead and block everybody, including Mona Montgomery, just for saying, Well, I'm block Mark. It don't really matter. Uh as I look at it, I play I'm playing Cossacks and Dubois with Fink and the rest of them here. And in many cases, uh, well, I'll probably wait, you know, probably wait tomorrow because I am suing him and I don't want him that, you know. But on the other hand, if he makes a complaint, he'll give up his real address here. I am going to find him and I'm suing Melissa, too. I'm going to go ahead and find sooner or later. Sooner or later, because now I have a subpoena, I'll get the subpoena signed. And then I'll find out Finkelshini's and Meerkat Mark Downey and Debbie Downey's actual mailing address. And then I'm going to send them a, oh, a 4A waiver of service here. Because if I have to, after I send a waiver of service here, if I have to spend money, they're going to have to pay for it. You know what I mean? They're going to have to pay to be served. So essentially, you know, they're, they're probably best to essentially behave themselves. But what I'll do is probably this Friday I'll just log on as a guest here. But most of the time, as I said before, what you do is that you show up like a big old eagle here in front of a little rat, a little rat running around, screwing around, and essentially the rat has to keep his little heads down here. You know what I mean? And that's the way I want Tom Bowie. I'm playing Cossacks with Jew Boys with Tom Bowie. So what in that house did old Tom Bowie uh, be a pig at? Anyway, St. Elizabeth? Yeah, well, guess 14 like these support child molesters now. I shoot them motherfuckers. Well, um, no, I mean, I mean, it's, it's like this here. Uh, you have, you have, uh, you have these characters. Now, now, folks, if, if you know, as I look at here, if you want to go ahead and you make an accusation, and it proves that to be false, you know, do you allow liars to make? You know, I mean, I, I, I told, I told, uh, I told these people, well, okay, you, know, you, are you, you know, I mean, I, you know, you may have been badly treated, Martin, but do you believe in supporting, you know, allowing child molesters to run wild? The answer is, why no. Uh, how were they dealt with before? Well, answer is that the parents of someone, of pervert, they went ahead and fucked this person up. They didn't kill him, but they fucked him up, or they ran him off here. You know, but to those people who are social workers or the rest here, I have a policy is that you make a false complaint. What? Or a judge, you make a false complaint, and you criminally disobey the law, essentially your families are fair game. You don't have any defense against me if I want to go ahead and gild your sons or essentially, you know, just cut off their nuts, do a DNA test. If they're white, essentially, your spawn are now my Daniels. You know what I mean? No, Yahweh did not punish Yahweh did not punish Nebuchadnezzar for cutting Daniels and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego's nuts off. In fact, it was promised in the time of Hezekiah that that would exactly be what happened. Uh, as far as Mongols, why, hey, you're fair game. You have no business living in a white land. 
So essentially, if you want to go ahead and use the power of the government to destroy white families, the only penalty that you can pay back, the only way that you know you have no you have no protection under law, you have no protection under law of your entire family being destroyed because you know an ordinary an ordinary criminal, you couldn't go after his family. You could only punish him for the treason they, they for the crimes they've done. But regime criminal, essentially, when there was a change in regime. That regime criminal's entire family and his friends and supporters and anybody who disparaged uh, revolutionary justice, they were essentially all killed and their bodies were left to be eaten by the birds of the field and the uh, fowls of the air here. So you have these characters and they are used to, like Brian Real, they're used to running wild. They're used to acting like clowns. They're used to... Uh, you know, being tards here. You know, guess number three flap. I'm glad that you're still sticking on there. And at the end of this show, I'll probably unmute you so your words of silliness can be seen by anybody who wants to look at them. But I'm not, you know, I'm not still. You know, uh, essentially, any of you who are being blocked are being blocked simply because this is my show. And you, you've been given plenty of time. Guess number three flap had plenty of time to log off and come back as a new target, didn't he, John? Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He had plenty of time here. This is not a panic attack like Tom Bowie did or anything like that here. I mean, I, I got to laugh that, you know, that he's censoring, you know, even think, even think, you know, even that you boy think doesn't censor Mona Montgomery. You know what I mean? If you're censoring, if you're censoring Mona Montgomery, you're a rather pathetic target here. You know what I mean? Censoring Mona Montgomery? Mona's just listening for entertainment. Mona's listening for whatever she gets out of it here. You know, if you're censoring Mona Montgomery, I mean, you are a scared tart, a scared song tart. You know, in the case, in the case of Tom Bowie, he, he acted, you know, I was taken by surprise at what? Oh, 47 minutes later, he just goes ahead and he blows up here. And this was Listening back to, I've listened two or three times. This was essentially, I think it's just dog pig fear that here I am, you know, jumping down on Wailing Wallstein here. Wailing Wallstein had me on, had me on for about 45 minutes. And Wailing Wallstein, what he'll do, he'll pull the Brian Real, you know, sort of shit here. What he'll do is he will, as quickly as possible, Quickly as possible. That's why you want. If you hear something interesting, what I'll what I'll do is when I'm listening to Wailing Wallstein here, I will turn on the MP3 player and essentially look at the difference between what I recorded and what Wailing Wallstein allows here. If you have if you have to act a certain way here, it's because you've been trained to be a certain way. This is not natural. This is not natural. This is not usual here. Essentially, Tom Bowie, why, hey, Tom Bowie, I'm going to be playing Cossacks and Jew Boys until forever. He can call up any time he wants to to the show explain himself, but he doesn't have any explanation. I know essentially what he is. So he can lie. He can go ahead and he can go ahead and say whatever the hell he wants to. Uh, and he's not going to have me. He's not going to have me on his show, and neither is Willing Wallstein, and neither is, neither is Carolyn Yenta. You know, the whole purpose, 
You know, like when she had Carolyn, she had she had corn cob on. I mean, what I do, what I do, is even if I don't have anything to say, and she is, you know, she's begging for open calls here. I'll introduce myself and then just slam. Wait for her to go ahead and censor. You know what I mean? Essentially, the guilty flee when no man pursueth here. The whole purpose is to pretty well establish a pecking order to where they are scared shitless of me. I'm not scared at all of them. You understand what I'm saying, John? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So pretty well, you know, pretty well, I don't know. I mean, I went ahead and I seen this picture. I mean, you know, with bitch boobros here. Old Tom Bowie was white. You're going to go ahead and find out who my name is, who I am, or something like that. Well, guess what? The NSA is more likely listening to the show. The NSA sorts out all the data, and essentially they just fly it however they want here. Bushy did it. Or what, 46 million Americans, which means that pretty well every white American who has a, you know, who essentially has money for a telephone, has money for an internet connection, was being spied upon by Zog. That's exactly what boils down to. So what you do, on the other hand, is that, hey, anybody who sides with Zog, you don't need them around. They're, they're not anybody who's going to contribute anything useful. All they are is parasites and criminals. Go ahead and kill every single one of them here when you catch them here. Uh, there's no, you know, I mean, I mean, John, I've been in the movement long enough to realize is that, hey, there's nothing being built by these, quote, white nationalism, you know, white nationalists. They're either Zogbots or they're Tards. You know what I mean? In the case of David Duck, oh, yes, number 14. Uh, guess number 14, guess what? Same old Nimbuster, he has a same old Nimbuster tart here, he's on there, and I'm going to go ahead and mute him. He's going to have a, he's going to have a little bit of fun for a while. Okay. Well, so, you know, folks, I have a policy. If you are going, you know, once the, once the, once the spamming, once the flooding tard goes here, I'm just going to, you know, I'm not going to invite more flutters. So that's, that's the end of that here. You know what I mean? So, any case, uh, 35, oh, 35 disappeared. I was hoping that tard would stay on for a while here, and I'd mute him at the very end. So, you know, censor, showbo, uh, let's see here. I know what to do about that. Ain't like ain't like he's been give you know hasn't had time in the penalty box before. <laughs> this is this is going to be known as the night of the apocalypse of the tards, and they're going to be they're going to be weeping and wailing about it for the next week or so, ain't they? You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> yeah, very much. Yes. Yeah, it's not a matter. It's not a matter. It's not a matter of me being scared of them. It's not even a matter of me being annoyed about them. It's essentially uh, a matter of me punishing tards. You know what I mean? Just punish them in the only way to where, guess what? You can be back. You can have fun. You can do whatever. But anyway, uh, I feel pretty good because I got something done. Uh, pretty well, what's remaining now is my own brother, he refuses to accept letters here. And essentially, here is, uh, 
you know, they're trying to get this, you know, matter to where this pig threatened me with the rest uh, at my mom's farm. And I'm just simply going to put out is that, hey, uh, folks, if you don't, if you're not going to live under law, essentially it's a matter of living under whoever's in power. And I will, I will tell these people that shoot, since there is no rule of law, there is no rule of law. It's just a matter of power. Sooner or later, you won't be in power, and you have all these people who are mad at you. And hey, uh, they, you know there will be there will be no problem with me essentially uh, skinning you and your you know you and your spawn alive and taking your property because there is no rule of law. It's a matter of power. Uh, and that's that's what most pigs sort of see here. They sort of see, you know, they know they deserve death. They know that essentially they are traitors who work for Satan against the white people, the, the actual good people of this country. And when they are put to death, you know, I mean, that, that you know, folks were any revolutionary. You know, my hero, Iron Felix Drzewski, yes, he was a mongrel of some sort. He come from this line of Tartar Cossacks. He was minor nobility as a result of it. The under Peter the Great, why you had you had uh, Vladimir Lenin's family was minor nobility of some sort. But at the very end, at the very end, you know, Felix Dzerzhinsky, he, you know, old Lenin was saying, "Well, how do I safeguard my revolution? You know, against these, well, these Swedes who had." essentially become corrupt, become stupid, become senile with power, you know, just like America today. How do I deal with these people? And essentially, uh, you know, Felix Straczynski, Iron Felix says, hey, look, let me go ahead, let me go ahead and round up everyone from the pig to the czar and torture them for a little while and get a confession, find out useful information, and just kill them all. And that's what happened. That's what happened. And Iron Felix was right, is that the common people didn't really care that the judges and the lawyers and the nobility and the rest of them were put to death. They actually believed that since they were the ones who had to work the land, that they would get the land. Well, no, they didn't. This was a Jew-Bolshevik revolution. But going ahead and exterminating the ancient regime, that should be second nature for any revolutionary. It should be second nature to put to death everybody who used to be a policeman, everybody who used to be a lawyer, everyone who used to be a judge, everyone who used to be in power under the old revolution. Of course, what you do is you exterminate all the Jews first, to, you know, first as well here. And that is what is going to happen you know, in the future. And critters like old Tom, why he was, he was scared shitless because here I was, you know, he panicked. You know, he reveals himself, uh, and that's what that's what he did here. So then he would he would get back, and we'll go. You know, and you had this mama three. She's yapping, she's yapping about how there ought to be censorship, but only white men. She loves Andre the nigger. She's ovulating to the fact that Andre the nigger was going to treat her like a six pack. She's ovulating to that. So that told me that mama three. There was something wrong with mama three. Here she's an uppity, you know, she's an uppity Whigless gang, or, or, you know, she's a mamsress herself here because she doesn't mind being treated badly by a non-white man, you know what I mean, who wants to censor her. She doesn't mind being censored by Andre the Nigger. 
she just doesn't want white men to ever, you know, to ever be able to speak here. She's doing it for the children. With shades of Janet Reno. So as a result, she's not what she pretended to be. Now, old Long Island Brian, he went ahead and he changed the things. He's, you know, he's, what, 20, 21, so the same age as old uh, Bruce Howard. And what he wants to do is he's looking for a father figure. And he's choosing, you know, old pussy mouth bitch Bubros. He's choosing the old Tom Zogpig as well here. Well, that's not very smart. He wants to, uh, what, uh, hunt with the hares and... Hide with you know, no, sorry. Hide with the hide with the hares and hunt with the hounds here. He wants to be something to everybody, but it doesn't use it doesn't usually work that way. It almost never works that way. So what you do is that this show is out to reveal the loyalties of whoever here. You know, I mean, you know, why in the world does old Wailing Malstein want to follow? A Kaikis, like uh, a Hungarian Kaikis, who's a lesbian who doesn't like white men, talking to her, telling her what to do, who wants to be a white nationalism, like Carolyn Yeager, who ovulates to Rabbi Fink. Why does he want to go ahead and censor somebody who's criticizing Wailing Wallstein? Well, answer, because he's on the same side as Wailing Wallstein. So what you do is you, you know, the whole purpose, the whole purpose is to probe and probe and probe and probe for weakness and then find it. Okay? So, okay, <laughs> Martin is 60. <laughs> well, guess number 40, half one. <laughs> uh, heck. Yeah, I, yeah, that's the one thing about this show. You never run, you never run shy of cards here. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, still there, John? Oh yeah. I just anyway, really, John, I, anyway, yeah. John, anyway, John, I don't mind you having Tom Bowie on there any more than you know. I, I, I mean, yeah, Keith South was bitching about Mona. Uh, talking to Frank, but hey, I'll send, I'll send Keith. Let Mona talk to Frank because he's going to tell her something. He's not going to tell me. He's certainly not going to tell you. And he did. He pretty well admitted he was not, you know, he was not too seed line. He didn't believe in too seed line. He believed the same old thing here, which is not new. It was not new with Sheldon Emery. It was, you know, it's not been new since Cain's time, you know, where they try to hide who they are. And they want to deny their father who's Satan. So what you do is that you let, you let, you know, Mona Montgomery speak. You let, you let Tom Bowie speak here. The whole purpose is that, hey, you, you want loyalties and you want sides to be revealed. Okay? So... In any case, nearly two o'clock. I may just call that break here. Is there anything? Is there anything going on? You still having that? Uh, you still having that thing in June? Oh yeah, national conference. Conference. Oh yeah, we're, we're, that's not a. Uh, that's something we do once a year. It's not. Uh, it, it's not going to be canceled in any way, shape, or form. Why should it be? I mean, hey, 
There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with recreation. There's nothing wrong with you know having your friends. There's nothing wrong with having having umbrella organizations. I mean, shoot, I don't think there's really any harm to it. I don't think there's any harm to it at all. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Right. Guess guess four. He says, uh, "S.S. John is your typical white power loser. He ain't gonna do shit with his life, really." Um, guess 40, run your own show. Ask Pastor L, ask anybody that else that runs a uh, talk to uh, radio broadcast. These, these shows aren't easy to run. They're, um, you know, I mean, you have to have topics and subjects and research and everything else. Um, so I've already done something with my life. I'm probably worth more money than you can ever fucking dream of, buddy. So, um, you know, you can kiss my ass, gets 40. So that's all i got to say about that, you know. <laughs> he don't have anything to say about it. You know what I mean? He's not going to call No, me. he's not going to. Yeah. Yeah, how's, your, how's your June meeting here on your talk? You're going to do shit for the white race. Well, the June meeting is not going to be on talk show. It is a national Aryan nation conference with the NSSMC, um, with the uh, creator movement, and uh, with every other uh, organization that's affiliated with us that I'm not going to go in with the different organizations and different um, uh, countries that are with us, they're going to be there. It's going to be a white kinsman, uh, basically a white kinsman party. It's going to be... It's going to be, you know, camaraderie. You know, be we're going to be basically doing. We can say whatever the fuck we want, and the media is not going to be there to um, sit there and say, "Hey, listen, um, you we need to prosecute you that because you said fucking nigger." Well, you know what? Yeah, yeah. fuck all that bullshit. It's, it's, just, uh, it's just simply, it's just simply socialization here. And there's nothing wrong with nah, that. You might, you might, you might, you might even write. You might even invite a few of the media tards and the Jew boys and the ass clowns to go ahead and go ahead and do like what uh, when uh, you know Pastor Robert Miles had uh, what became blood in the face here. I mean, there's nothing wrong with inviting the Jews media to attend if you want. You know, I mean, when you guys you know, when you guys are you know, having fun, nothing wrong. You know, as long as you know who the hell they are. You know, where you get in trouble, where you get in trouble is when you have somebody who you think is your friend and they're not here. I mean, at least with the Jews media, you know that they're not on your side. Now, do you want to let them in? Well, maybe every so often. You know, and then, and then what you do is that when you want to have, you know, speak a little bit more freely, you go ahead and kick the goofy bastards out. Say, okay, Todd, it's time for you to hit the door. You know what I mean? Time for you to hit the door, uh, you know, and, you know, hey, uh, that that's up to whoever runs the thing. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, shoot, I might, you know, as far as when I talk to you show, uh, most of the time, you know, I got to where, uh, you know, Hell Compton does things totally different. He has, he has everything arranged. You know, he, he went to a script here and, it was about 20 or 30 shows when you didn't have a script. He said, I'm glad that limit here. And pretty well, I'm reading the same thing he said way back in 1999 
in 2010 and 2011. And that's why. That's why. He runs things totally different. Talks you. Hey, every little tard, every little tard has a say here, including guest number 35, including Mr. Sock Puppet, you know, and the rest here. But you get to you get to the point where it's not you're scared of them. You just simply get tired of the stupid shit. And guess what, Mozo? Uh, it's this time for you to either hit the road or you can hang around, and I'll unmute you to the end. But essentially, you know, hell, your fluctuation has even gotten on my nerves here. Well, not so much on my nerves, just you, you pretty well, you pretty well come to an end to my what? Amused amusement. How's that? Yeah, I already know. I already know I'm going to hear Marty Chomo. I already know I'm going to hear stupid shit, and you're annoying me. Okay, Mister <laughs> has you perma band. Well, that Marty has you perma. No, I don't have him perma band here. Let me see. Is the goofy bastard still on? Is the goofy bastard still on, or did he run off here? Yeah, oh, goofy bastard run off here. He, he's, he's probably back as he's probably back as some other guest here waiting to spam the show here. Uh, <laughs> it's not that you're scared of them. It's, you know, like old Tom Bowie was with me. It's a matter of, well, guess what? Uh, how much fluctuation do I really need? He's, he's only had three hours of fluctuation. You know, I mean, he'll be, he'll be back on again and he'll be, he'll be like it was, you know, next show, he'll be back and he'll be a, he'll be a sayable, dumbass, nimbuster tard and he will act like an ass clown. And then maybe or maybe not, I feel like muting him. And <laughs> so he's not perma bad or anything like that. He'll be back. You know what I mean? He's not. Oh, yeah. He's not like he's a Terminator. So anyway, yeah, I was worried about that. And uh, you know, the big, the big news, the big news, and it is, it is pretty big news, is that these tards are all being sued. Eli James, he's being sued. Greg Howard, he's being sued. They're all being sued. And essentially, they're being sued for essentially taking down, taking down my web pages. Uh, they're being sued for calling the Secret Service on me. They're called, they're essentially, they're being sued for being Zogbots uh, to call, you know, essentially destroy free speech and the rest here and commit crimes of perjury while doing it here. So they're being sued. They're being sued for essentially being Jews and Mongols who are using the government here. I, you know, I pretty well gave Brian Real. Let's see, he's only had a year. You know, he, you know, I mean, I did want him to file that bogus lawsuit because he was going to lose it. He's, you know, you know, he was he was threatening Joshua Singer, probably a Jew boy, a crisis host. He was threatening Joshua Singer. With what he what he did actually file, I looked at the shit. I want this goofy bastard to file this shit. So what happens? I had 15 hours left here. I was going to be kicked off. I had 15 hours left, so I decided to go ahead and put up the uh, put up the Facebook pro- profile public profile of old nigger lips, and he immediately take down all his web pages, do whatever here. And old Joshua Singer says, "Well." You know, I'd normally give you three days to settle this shit here, but essentially you're going to be gone. You're going to be gone in what? You know, half a day. So yeah, that's right, Joshua. I, you know, yeah, that's right. So you know, I just simply wanted, I just simply wanted this goofy bastard to 
you know, to go ahead and carry through with that bogus lawsuit of his, which he'll lose, which he will lose. Because what he's done, he's committed quite a few crimes because it is a crime to lie under penalty of perjury about the DMCA. And at the very end, at the very end, why we'll just, you know, we'll just go ahead and Brian Real will be in prison. Maybe his dad will be in prison. Maybe Frank and Eli James will be in prison. Uh, I really, you know, I really, oh, what, what happens is I don't really have, you know, I don't really want any harm just yet to come to Brian Real or Eli James or Bill Fink because I want, you know, or Tom Bowie. I want people to know what they are and then just assume anybody like Mitch Buberos and Wailing Wallstein and Carolyn Yenta and the rest, I want them to suffer because they essentially support these people. Now, you're not really supporting old Mitch Buberos or Mitch Buberos. Essentially, you're allowing free speech, and that's a good thing. You know, that's a good thing, John. You allow you allow people to express what they are. You allow people because if you don't allow them to express what they are, you're not going to know who or what they are. You allow them to show their ass. And in the case of you know, I've called Brian Real, I've called him my Judas Manzer. Uh Same way with Trader Glenn Miller uh, when he ran out of my office. I you know I I said, look, you gave him a quarter million dollars. A stolen order loot, and essentially you knew he was a Greensboro, and you knew he ran out. Wasn't there any smart clan intelligence officers that you know do under no circumstances trust this man because he's a coward? He may have been working with this, you know, with the guy who caused this shit. You know, because what the pigs want to do, what the Greensboro pigs want to do, is they want to find an excuse to shut down not only the communists but also to shut down the clan. They wanted this riot to take place, but they didn't really they didn't really think it would become so you know, what happened to communists, you know, the Jew communists, they, they went and they decided they were going to pull pistols on these classmen. These classmen were not supposed to have long guns here. Well, guess what? They they start shooting with the pistols and the classmen they go to the trunk of the car and they pull out shotguns and rifles and they kill five Jew communists. You know what I mean? The niggers run like crazy. You know what I mean? You know, niggers, niggers have always been scared of white men with or without guns. So the niggers, they run like crazy. And essentially, it's a, it's a fight between Bolshevik communist Jews with pistols and Klansmen and Nazis, you know, some who have military training, armed with shotguns and rifles. Well, you know, <laughs> you know how that ended up, don't you? You know, five dead, five dead Jew communists here. You know what I mean? You know, if you're gonna take if you're gonna take something to a gunfight, the best thing to take off, take is not even a sawed-off shotgun. You know what I mean? A legal, a legal street shotgun here, or you know, with buckshot in. That's the best thing to take to a gunfight. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pastor uh, Pastor Lynn said. I mean, you know, a lot of people don't realize. Um, you know, you keep your friends close, you keep your enemies closer. And yeah. Uh, yeah. a lot of people don't realize um, if you keep your enemies close. Her, then you know more about them than anybody else. Yeah, you 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 keeping them under observation. You're exactly. keeping them. You're keeping an eye on them. Uh, generally, generally, uh, there were people who used to think Clifton Emheiser 
you know, uh, Clifton M. Heiser was a Chris Sandin scholar. And it turned out he was just a Sicilian, you know, probably Sephardic Mamzer, who was, you know, who essentially was known for bringing in Bill Fink. And the question of it is, is guess what, Clifton M. Heiser? You're not believed to be a dual seed liner because you're running around with a no-devil Jew. You're running around tolerating Meerkat Mark Downey 10 years ago you were bitching about. So essentially, Clifton M. Heiser, you're, you know, you're some sort of critter. You're some sort of supporting. Oh, by the way, I'm suing Clifton M. Heiser, too. <laughs> I keep on dropping names. I keep on dropping names of critters I'm suing. And more than likely, more than likely, why, you know, Clifton M. Heiser will, okay, what are you suing me for? Well, hey, you know, Clifton, go ahead and tell me. Go ahead and tell me what I need to know, and I'll, I'll drop you off the lawsuit. You know what I mean? I'll drop you off the lawsuit. I mean, essentially what I want to do is I want to find out how far this conspiracy goes. But guess what, Cliff Nemhiser, you knew damn well. So, you know, Gerald Mosley, you know, you knew. You knew damn well this critter wasn't white, and yet you brought him in. Eli James, you brought him in, Greg Howard. You knew this critter wasn't white. What the hell is going on? And you find out what the hell's going on. You know what I mean? Oh. In many cases, in many cases, these tards are left <laughs> off here. But essentially, the whole purpose is finding out where the hell this shit goes to. But Brian Real, Brian Real had plenty of time. I asked for dismissal. I said, look, Brian Real doesn't have a lawsuit. He's been committing fraud. He's been committing perjury. He's claiming that I violated, you know, there's no DMCA jurisdiction because essentially I just simply republished a Facebook profile page, which was noticed and counter-noticed three and a half years earlier. Even if it was copyrightable, which it isn't, you've only had three and a half years when you're supposed to take no more than 10 business days to file a you know, lawsuit. The whole purpose of your litigation was to cause trouble. And guess what? That's against the law. You are responsible for these web pages take down. You're responsible for these terms of service violation complaints that you did. And so was everybody else who conspired with you. You know, you're not only violating the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, you're violating 42, Section 1983 and 1985 for conspiracy to use the law to violate my civil rights. You know what I mean? In the case of Google, in the case of Google, if Google wants to say, well, guess what? We didn't really mean to do it. I'm going to say, look, Google, don't be bitching about people censoring you. I'm going to sell censorship license to where, guess what? You know, uh, the Chinese government, the Egyptian government, everybody has a perfect right to not allow you on their Internet. Don't be whining about censorship. Don't be whining about all this shit here. Sort of like the United States, they're going ahead and trying, although they're not working very good, whining about other countries censoring people, whining about how other people don't, you know, other countries don't have their open, honest elections. Well, the government, this government doesn't allow white supremacists to run for federal or state or local office because they're white supremacists. And you're bitching that other countries don't allow what they think is undesirables to run for office? Yeah, well, I mean, guess, guess Forty is under the impression that um, you know Top Shoe is going to save the white race. Now, uh, Top Shoe is going to save the white race. 
No, yeah, I mean, that, that, yeah, that's what he's that's what he's saying as far as the anus is MC, and and that's not the truth. That's not the truth, nor the case. What is going to save the white race is uh, white preservationists uh, out there uh, doing the movement thing and being positive and not being derogatory in chat. Or any or anything else in that. No, I'm, I'm, allowing, I'm allowing I'm allowing Marty Chomo, Marty Chomo to be on there because he is making accusations. They're bullshit, but you know he is at least being somewhat interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's at least somewhat yeah. interesting. You know the fact of the matter is is that you know I used to ban him for calling himself Marty you know, Marty Chomo. Uh, you know, I mean, I could make him eat his nuts here, you know, one of these days when I catch him, but for now, you let the tard, you know, be a tard. You know, no big deal here. In the case of Mr. Sock Puppet, I'm going to unmute Mr. Sock Puppet at the end, you know, at the end of the show, so his tardation will show up here. But uh, right now, why, uh, he's pretty well, uh, he's pretty well wasting most of my patience. So, <laughs> well, not really patience here. As far as Tom Bowie, you know, I mean, shit, he, 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 you know, I didn't notice me when he hadn't blocked Mona Montgomery here. You know, I mean, you know, you don't block Mona Montgomery. I mean, Mona, Mona's just in here for the yucks and the entertainment and the rest here. But, uh, hey, you don't block Mona Montgomery unless you're a total pussy here. I mean, you know, banning Mona Montgomery? Hell, even that Jew boy, nigger knows Jew boy think don't ban Mona Montgomery. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, the Whanger. Uh, supposedly the Whanger, which is really a Nimbuster Tard, you know, the, the original Whanger uh, was a 465-pound uh, fat duke here who was being fed by his parents here who uh, were actually first-generation immigrants. So <laughs> the Wagner the Wagner used to stalk Harold Covington, and he used to be a total tar here. Uh, you know, the one who's on Nimbusters ain't the real Wagner any more than there's a real Jeffrey Leonard uh, on there at all. <laughs> Uh, no, TalkShoe talk is TalkShoe's free. TalkShoe is free. It allows anonymous chat, you know, as far as everything but the NSA is concerned. It allows TARDS to be TARDS. Essentially, uh, I have people I have people saying, I listen to me. I listen to it on my headphones. I listen to the movement turn on my headphones because I don't want people knowing I listen to this show. Okay. Okay. Why am I me? Why? <laughs> yep, it's a dead buster tart. I guess we got somebody called the Wanger. Pretend to be the Wanger. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you need your own chat dummies. Well, fine. Don't make yourself your own chat. There, there's a chat and go. I think you can uh, you can make that here. But I won't be able to listen to it and enjoy it here. Okay? <laughs> like, well, okay. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, well, you know, Tom Bowie, Mitch Boomeros, Larry Wolfstein, they can come here. Hell, they have an invitation. How's that? 
They're not going to show up here because they don't have any explanation for the behavior. So, any case here, where am I at here? Uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and about call it a night here, uh, John. So, anyway, you know, no, John, I, you know, you know there's no need. There, you know, I don't, I don't think you should ban uh, Tom Boy or anything like that. Did he say what nut house he worked at? Uh, no, just one in Maryland. Um, so, I mean, you know, there'll be um, there'll be some investigation and everything else. Uh, so, I mean, um, well, no, there, you know, I mean, you already got you already got you know, already got a picture of him. He looks like he's uh, he looks like he's eating a lemon out of cel- you know that he's just plucked out of silver Sarah Silverstein's uh, you know, uh, pussy and asshole here. You know, he looks like he is not, you know, he's not, you know, he's not happy with his life here. You know what I mean? You know, he looks like what he looks like here. Uh, no, he's, you know, he's, you know, I mean, I've seen, when I see this picture here, I knew this was a, this was essentially a member of the Drunken Lifer Corps who essentially didn't really like, you know, putting in his 20 here, but he did. And then he goes back to being, you know, he goes back to being a pig of some sort or another here. So, the question of it is, is that, you know, he told, he, he went and said, I don't believe in a pot, the apocalypse or anything like that. And of course, no, you don't, because an apocalypse is not good to pigs. Every time there is a, every time there's a revolution, you know, the ones who get hunted down, you know, and, you know, hunted down squealing are the pigs. They, pigs don't last very long when there's a civil war. You know what I mean? They don't last very long. They certainly don't last very long when there is a revolution. They're not going to last long, you know, during the Great Tribulation. So, yeah, uh, when he first when he first blocked me, you know, he's yelling and screaming about politeness and all this sort of thing. And I'm looking, I'm sort of surprised. But, you know, what I what I determined is that, okay, there's a reason for him doing it because it ain't like he's, uh, it ain't like he's, uh, it ain't like he's irrational. He has a reason for doing that. And so he did. And so he did. Anyway, guest number 49. I'm going to go ahead and unmute guest number 49. Guest Okay, what kind of fucking nigger bullshit was that? Well, it didn't sound so much nigger. It sounded sort of like, sort of like, uh, it sounded sort of Jewish more than nigger here. Now, I mean, if it was nigger, you'd have heard thump, 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 and rap here. You know what I mean? This was more like, this was like a Jew, fuck a fuck a fuck a fuck a fuck. I was, I was halfway expecting, it sounded like it was something uh, <laughs> performed at a, Bar or bat mitzvah for Jew lesbians or something here. So, 
No, it sounds more, sound more like it sounds more like a Jewish thing here. These are niggers here, yo. It'll be, yo. Uh, well, I was at that house here. We had karaoke. All the niggers would want to play Gangsta Paradise. It would be so nice living in a gangsta's paradise. Well, the problem of it is, is that when niggers run things and they turn into a gangsta's paradise, I mean, essentially, it just means that a whole bunch of niggers are going to die at the paws of other niggers. You know what I mean? So, really, what comes down to it, do you really mind, you know, letting, you know, sort of like Ferguson, uh, what happened is that Ferguson and Delwood, which was 80% black, uh, the, the, you know, Jay Nixon, you know, the governor, who's a piece of shit, had, uh, had, you know, essentially, you know, they only protected the the city halls and the government buildings of Ferguson and the city halls and the pig life station, Delwood. They pretty well let the niggers run wild, burning down the auto parts stores, the chicken stores. You know, I think they burned down a KFC. <laughs> So you're you're listening to the niggers running wild, they're burning, and it's no big deal. Uh, I mean, let the niggers let the niggers burn down, let the niggers burn down, uh, <laughs> you know, nigger town. Who cares? Okay, all right. We have another card. We have another card, and we're going to hear some more. We're going to hear some more Oriva music here. Oh, why don't why don't why don't guest forty call in and talk some shit? Hmm. Uh, I, well, you, know, you might ask him to say that, no, you don't know what happens here. Uh, guess what? You're a pussy. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, I dare you. Time for some fuck tarnation of the Hebraic sort. Yo, dick, got the HIV. My dick, straight from the double feature screen. Yo, dick, went straight to DVD. My dick, bigger than a bridge.
critters call in and they show their ass or something like that here. Uh, I, uh, let's have him listen to Tom Boy. Does he have any? Does he have any actual plan on doing anything? No, he wants everybody to be polite. And I would whip your ass. I would whip your ass if you did this in my spot. Well, no pig. Uh, essentially, you know, nobody goes to the house of a pig and does something stupid. Now, on the other hand, pigs are not particularly brave critters. They have to invite other pigs to back them up here. So. You know, you're you're listening. You're listening to somebody who isn't what you know, who isn't what he's pretending to be. He's telling you what he really is, and so you listen to him. You know, that's why that's why I find it you know greatly useful to for you to have Tom Bowie come in. He's trying to cut his losses. He's saying, "Well, no, I'm not a real pig. I'm just a nuthouse pig." Maybe he is. Maybe he isn't. You let you let people explain whatever they are here, and you let people lie to you. You let people lie to you, and you catch them out in a lie. And that's what you do. Okay? So, alrighty. Controls open lies more than think. Well, you know, no, I don't want to bother controlling open lies. Uh, guess what? Uh, all the cards who want to come in, you know, at the very end of the show, I'm going to unmute you, Tars. I'm going to mute you, Tars, and you will get to chimp out all you want. And uh, tell Mr. Sock Puppet to show back up here. Uh, pretty soon, we're coming on the four-hour. We're coming on the four-hour dump. In four hours, essentially, TalkShoe is going to boot about everybody else here. That's a that's the way they control things. They're just going to go ahead and boot everybody uh, in about in about. Five or ten or fifteen minutes. So, any case, anything else, John? No, I mean not really. I mean, you know, it's just about uh, you know keeping it right and keeping it white. Well, that's what you do. That's what you do. Uh, you know, I, I sort of feel sorry for this young kid named uh, Stout, who essentially he's a drunkard. His daddy's a drunkard. He doesn't have a doesn't have a license anymore because he's been caught DUI about three or four times here. And here he is, he's fishing, and he comes across somebody who claims to be Aryan Nations, and he runs around and runs his mouth, and he reveals he's never liked the nigger, and he draws a little, he draws a little diagram, and essentially he's asking this character who five, you know, a dozen hours before he, showed, he gave the finger to while he was fishing, most of this guy's property, and the guy records him, and he goes and you know goes to the local county, and they notify the Secret Service, and this stupid kid is saying, "Well, guess what? Here, could you please loan me a rifle? Could you please drive me to the District of Corruption, or could you please drive me to Kansas City, you know, so I can borrow your gun to shoot the nigger?" I mean, this is not this is not somebody who's serious. You know what I mean? As serious at all. He's just a tart. Now he's probably looking at twenty years. And you know, pretty well you have these you have these people who are listening. Who are listening, you know, out to do you know, do our people harm either you know, either you know, well as a group but also individually. And what you do is that 
you know, when you when you have Greek organizations like that, you you essentially you essentially let it you know, leave it fairly open to all here. You might you might talk to uh, Gus McGiffin and say, hey, look, uh, during certain hours, we will allow the news media to you know to uh, film us, to go ahead and look at whatever's going on, so that they will that they will essentially show us show that we are an organization to be heard of, something like that here. But there are there are certain things here you do not talk about before you know any of these goofy bastards. Some who show up, some who are juice media. All you insist, all you insist, because if you essentially if you ban them as juice media, you're going to have one or two who's going to come up with secret hidden cameras, and they're going to cause trouble. Let's see. It looks like the four hour. I guess guess forty is a is a, a faggot. Probably part of the Rainbow Coalition. That's just my assumption. Yeah. Be as prove that guess forty. You know, guess 40, I'll mess with the Jews and the fucking faggots. Uh, any way, shape, or form I see fit, that's what I do best. And I'm not too weak for you. And I'm not old. Well, the... I guess the beaner phone died again. The beaner phone died again. I thought it was a talk show doing the four-hour dump here. I usually, way back, what, five years ago, talk show used to allow about, what, about four hours and 50 minutes. They allow you to dial in star six, seven and do another hour. And one show, then the one where Brian Real called in, number 46 of November 28th, that was 10 seconds less than six hours. You know what I mean? They used to call oh, me the Fidel Castro of CI dentistry here. But uh, in any case, I'm not sure if Papa Cat's called that or, you know, maybe he did. He, you know, Papa Cat is sort of seditious in his own little way here. But in any case, he's sort of seditious for uh, supposedly a Zogbot. But in any case, uh, nowadays what you do is you get the four-hour dump. And what happens, this was the second two-hour dump. So pretty much I had about I had about 20 minutes before I started the show. 
So pretty well, we're going to have a four-hour dump coming on here. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. <laughs> now I know I won't give you his email here. Uh, okay, here. Guest number 40 is pretend to be the wanger. You know what I mean? Well, he's a he's a dick-sucking faggot, I'll tell you that. Well, you don't take any of it. You don't take any of it seriously. See, the wanger oh, used to, no. yeah. The Wanger, the real Wanger, this real, this fat gook, you know, who lived in Missoula, Montana, hated Harold Kempton, you know, and he had his, you know, his time was about, oh, three years ago. And he would always say, oh, please let me suck your sweet pink, pink penis here. You know what I mean? The Wanger would do it here. So, uh, you know, <laughs> you don't take any you of know, these trolling tards seriously. So, guess number 40 is pretend to be the Wanger, Okay. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So, anyway, I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to go ahead and call it a night. All right. I'm going to play the flooring guy before we do actually do end up getting cut off by talks to you. Okay. We've been on for about three hours and fifteen minutes now. So, anything else? What I want people to know is that yes. I am countersuing Brian Real. I'm countersuing him. I gave Brian Real two or three chances, you know, to, you know, essentially, you know, dismiss this case here. I'm quite sure this federal judge might say, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Now this thing has gotten beyond my control because my, you know, he might have to, you know, kick himself off. I mean, essentially. No, I'll need some time to I'll need some time to add these tards to that here. I got I got, you know, a list of how to subpoena documents. I'm gonna go ahead and look up thanks uh, you know, where he got it, Reston, Virginia. I'm gonna go ahead and look up where he has where he's at. I'm gonna go ahead and send some subpoenas out. And uh with them subpoenas, what happens will give you the address. They'll go ahead and give you the address. Probably Eli James is going to take down his claiming I'm a child convicted child molester because that ain't too good for him. Uh, I'm not really after Eli James here. Uh, you know, he's a he's a useful idiot Jew boy. He gets all the Mongols showing up. But anyway, uh, you know Brian Real never had a case, and now he's being countersued, and his daddy and his mama are being countersued. And, you know, uh, Dan Jobs and, you know, Jeremiah Jobs, legal man through 2012. I mean, I'm looking at the docket sheet, and this shit, this shit is permanent. You know what I mean? This shit's going to be here for a while. You know what I mean? It's going to be yeah. there. You understand know, what I'm saying? And these tards, they don't oh, know yeah. what, you know, Brian Real doesn't know what the hell he's doing. You know, uh, you know, <laughs> He doesn't know what he's doing. None of these tards know what they're doing. And even the, even the smart lawyer tards, you know, the ones who claim the lawyers are above the law, the ones who claim that state judges are above the law, even when they don't obey the law, they don't seem to know what the hell they're doing because it doesn't seem to realize that when you're saying that you're above the law, you're getting to where you can't be tried individually for the crimes you commit, which means which means that once there is a change of regime, you don't have any recourse. You know, nobody really cares for you, and morally you you just simply put yourself to where 
they can go ahead and kill you, your entire family, and you know nobody will give a shit. Nobody, you know, does anybody really remember? You know, I mean, outside of, you know, outside of Ahab's son, and outside of Queen Jezebel, nobody really even knows the names of all of Ahab's bell priests and, you know, soldiers and family. Uh, I mean, all they know about. You know, eight, you know, about Ahab is that 72 of the sons in, in Samaria alone had their heads harvested, had their heads harvested, and their bodies were fed to the dogs neighbor's vineyard. They don't even know what their names are. You know what I mean? And all they are, all they were, is just simply dog shit. So that's what's going to happen in this country. There's going to be civil war. There's not going to be any. There's not going to be any means of recreating anything here. So anyway, I you know I, I feel pretty good because I got done what needed to get done here. Generally, generally, once I do whatever I do, it might be wrong, it might be right. I mean, you know this this thing I filed, it has a whole bunch, you know, it has a whole bunch of slackness, has a whole bunch of looseness, but it works just like an AK-47 gun, you know, uh, you know. Uh, Bolt assembly here, you know the 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 glory of the AK-47 is that it can be made of stamped, you know, machine metal parts, but it don't because it's so sloppy, because it's so loose. You know, it's not a sniper rifle. You know, it's not firing sniper rifle rounds because it's so loose. It's actually a wonderful gun. It's actually a wonderful, you know, uh, machine gun. It can be used as a machine gun. It's a wonderful machine gun. Because you can drop it in a rice paddy or in a desert or whatever, and it'll keep on firing because it is so sloppy, because it's so loose. It is wonderful for what it's made for. It's far well. It's far better. It's far better than the M16 or M4 or whatever the hell they call it. You know what I mean? It's far better. It's far better for what it's made for. It's not made to be a sniper rifle. It's made that pretty well everybody who gets one, it doesn't have a lot of kick. It, you know, essentially, they can go ahead and use it as a sort of a machine gun. They can use it as a, but it's not a crusade weapon. I mean, you know, it is it is a very good gun because it isn't made to type parts here. What happens is that if Southern Poverty Law Center Goes ahead and does, you know, says, well, you're not telling me enough of what I've done. You're just a bit generally accusing me. What happens is it use what they say back, and you go ahead and say, you're right. You're right. I need to tighten this thing up. But we need discovery first so I can tighten it up. You know what I mean? It's nice and mm-hmm. sloppy. It's sort, of, it's sort of nice and sloppy and loose here. You know, um, you know, sort of like what old uh, what old Bruce might find out to be the case with his lady love. I mean, it's it's you know, it essentially is is something that I cobbled together, and I you know, I said and said, hey, this is not a very good legal document. You know, the clerk, the the, the female clerk, she didn't know what to make of it, so she called it up, and essentially what boils down to is that since it's a pro se. It's a pro se document. They've got to go ahead and take it. You know what I mean? They've got to go ahead and take it and essentially cut me some slack. That's what old Brian Real doesn't seem to understand. He thinks he's a great legal scholar. You know what I mean? 
And mm-hmm. I'm not a great legal scholar. It's just that as a pro se, I can go ahead and write something that's just sort of sloppy, like an AK-47 action. And then what happens is that when I'm ready to, you know, who wants to go after the Southern Poverty Law Center and it's what, $300 million? Who wants to go after that? That's when you go ahead and you, you go ahead and allow them, allow them to essentially, they do, they do the fine work. You know what I mean? They grind. They grind the rest of these tars into a fine powder. But for now, all you're doing is you're just simply putting that, you know, you, you're casting out the net and you're starting to pull in the net. And then later on, you know, when the drag net's around, they'll, they'll go ahead and do the rest of the hard work, okay? So, oh, yeah. anyway, I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and call it a night, SS John. And by the way, you know, by the way, uh, I, you know, I, I'm glad you went ahead. And I'm gonna go ahead and download and listen. It's just that, oh hell, I, you know, I had to sleep. I had to catch up on my sleep here. I had to pretty well sleep 12 hours, 13 hours in order to, you know, because the previous two days I'd only had about four hours sleep. You know what I mean? And uh, especially I had to, you know, so there was stuff I needed to get done, and so I just didn't have time to log into your show, but I'm going to go ahead and download and listen to whatever Tom Bowie says here, you know, and, you know, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm glad that, I'm glad that you're being fair. I'm glad you're being fair and honest and essentially not censoring anybody. You know what I mean? Let, you know, let everybody state exactly where they stand and what happens is that you listen. You know what I mean? A lot of times it pays to listen. Okay. About 99.9% of the time it pays to listen. Well, yeah, it does here. It does. Uh, A lot of times, a lot of times over the years, what I've done is you find out what, you find out essentially what side they're on, and then you keep on probing and probing and probing to where you'll learn something here. Not the only one who had enough sense to shut up was uh, Clint Downey. She went and said, you evil, you, you evil little man. Every single time I say something here, you go ahead and use it. You twist it here. So I'm not going to talk to you no more. And I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, Clint, you are, Clint, you are one smart kikus. You are one smart kikus because you know damn well, you're going, you know, there's no way you're going to win. You're going to get fucked. You know what I mean? You're going to get fucked. At least you have enough sense to run off here. You're not like your your husband, the Whigger. Meerkat Mark Downey. Uh, I thought old bitch Buberos was Meerkat Mark Downey, but then I realized that shit. They all, I guess, all these critters from what? Oh, the peninsula of Washington here. I guess they all, they all sound like they got a bad case of pussy mouth. You know what I mean? You know they, you know it's it's not like I don't know. Uh, Roxy, she listens to this show called King of the Hill. You know what I mean? She listens to King of the Hill. And he has a sort of Texas dogmatic style. It's it's a manly voice. Old bitch Buberos, he has the, uh, you know, he has what I call a bad case of pussy mouth. And, uh, you know, I, I, I go ahead and I listen to him. He has, seems to have no understanding about what he's revealing here. And he's, he's sort of like Meerkat Mark Downey. I mean, he's just so boring. 
So, any case, I'm going to. Well, I got kicked off the talk to you. The four hour, the four hour dump occurred here. You know, I, I have service unavailable, so I went and saved the chat real quick. So, anyway, I'm going to call it a night. And uh, heck, uh, Sunday. You know, tomorrow I need to go ahead and draft draft up what I'm going to respond to. I need to go ahead and send the five hundred five dollars to the uh, to the uh, United States District Court to appeal, you know, to the Eighth Circus. So hey, let's just you know that's that, that's my adventure. That's my adventures, in, you know, in the uh, court system here, so to speak here. So anyway, I'm going to uh, as soon as I'm able to get back up, I'm just going to go ahead and call it a night. I'm going to play the Florian Geyer, and we'll just call it a night here. So let's see how many people I have left after the four-hour dump. Uh, I'm retrieving call info right now. Okay, well, got you, Elohim Hitler, Poopy Dog, Mona Montgomery. I'm going to go ahead and call it a night. I'm going to go ahead and play the Florian Geyer, and I'm going to fail victory. Yes, yes, fail victory. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, Tards. What you do is that you take Tards as Tards here, and you understand that they is what they is. Ooh. Anyway, folks, I'm going to go ahead and say hail victory, may Yahweh bless, and good night. Hail victory. White men clad in black are we, I, I, oh, and we'll stamp out the tyranny, I, I, oh, white men go, we vote, ho, on the city roof, let the red cock crow, white men go, civil war, ho, on the courthouse walls, let red blood flow. Adam Bell and Edison, Kirillai, oh, who was then the ruling man? Kirillai, white men go. We vote ho on the city roof. Let the red cock crow. White men go. Civil war ho on the courthouse walls. Let red blood flow. So white man, their rifle suit refuse all they know. Odds of laying next week on our boots to stamp out control. White men go, we vote ho on the city roof, let the red cock grow. White men go, civil war ho on the courthouse walls, let red blood grow. The most only love is The love of God our only need. 
can go. We vote ho on the city roof. Let the red cock crow. Why they go? Civil war ho on the court of long red, red blood blow. We'll conquer for a cause is right. Hi, hi, ho. Our sons won't have to go and fight. Hi, hi, ho. White men go, we vote ho. On the city roof, let the red cock crow. White men go, civil war ho. On the court of lawns, let red blood flow. Guess 55, guess 55, Pickle Kitty Chew Boy. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when we go through you, Pickle Kitty, Pickle Kitty Chew Boy? What you gonna do? What you gonna do when we go through you? <laughs> and Melissa, too. By the way, Pickle Kitty and Melissa have been served. <laughs> they just ain't been served yet. <laughs> Thank you for showing up, Pickle Shitty Jew Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Wanting to eat Linder's bagels. Do, 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 all right, well, folks, this will be it for tonight. Hail Victory, may always bless, and good night. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.